Alright, it's time! Another week of ZTGD Radio. This is episode 745 for May 8th, 2023. On the show this week, we got Drew. Yes, I'm here. We got the Wamba too. That's right. We got Toad. When you actually are getting like wood and stuff, <laughs> like you can come off the ship. There you go. That's right. Everybody gets one. <laughs> Everybody gets one. Oh man, it has been a week in video games. Holy shit! Um, our show yeah. went live late last week because uh, we wanted to talk about Redfall. We talked a little bit about Redfall, and man, I did not. Everybody expect... else talked a whole lot about Redfall. Redfall, yeah, dude. Yeah. Everybody talked about Redfall, and then Phil Spencer did an interview, and I swear to Christ. I go to YouTube right now. All I see is that man's face. It's like it's like fucking Stripe in the Gremlins movie when he's on the, the TVs, like all the TVs. Yeah, it's just motherfucking Phil Spencer right now. I saw that too. Like, and, and, yeah, everybody's channel, his face with Xbox ruined or and all that. I'm like, what? I Xbox what? is dead. Like yeah, <clears throat> Xbox is yep. dead. If you believe the internet, that's it. It's over. I it's, I made a tweet the other day about like, what are y'all motherfuckers gonna do if Xbox does die? Like five. I almost kind of want Xbox to die now because like it will kill about ninety percent of shit YouTube channels. The creator economy. Yeah, like they'll just yeah. go yeah. up. Just boom overnight. Like oh, I don't I don't have anything to complain about. I don't I don't have anything hey. to make fun of. Everything should be Gucci. You got this only Sony. Sony all day. Like, you should be, you know, or Nintendo. I mean, I was always. Say, I love how we always just completely exclude Nintendo from this conversation. Because but it's, Nintendo, it's like Nintendo's like, Nintendo's like, you know, it's always there, right? It's going to be like your your best bud, you know, like your they, wallet. They always there before you, you know. They Nintendo is the little the brother that can do no wrong for the parents. There like, you go. Yeah. Miracle <laughs> child that can do no wrong. Nintendo is the child that is sitting there with two other children slapping, screaming, and crying, and just looking at them like, "What the fuck are y'all doing?" Exactly. That is that is oh, that's pretty good, actually. That that is Nintendo. Yeah, and everybody likes that child. And everybody's like, "Yeah, that's cool. You can hang out." And the other two, are yeah, like, you're God. cool. Yeah, I don't like these other. Meanwhile, two the kids. parents, <laughs> the parents are like, "Why don't you invite so and so along with you?" No, mom. No, no, I do mom. not like that motherfucker. He can't even right. he can't even display 1080p, mom. <laughs> what, what I'm gonna do with Zelda at 680p, 30 frames a second? I think the new Nintendo console should just be called the Nintendo. I don't give a fuck because it doesn't matter. It's Nintendo. It don't. It really doesn't. Like Nintendo is just you know good for them. Hell yeah. Yeah. I don't know anybody Mario that's is like, out here making Nintendo. a billion dollars. They no, have the I, me either, either, man. I, yep. I tell you what, what's the uh, what's the last Nintendo exclusive to have a six Metacritic? Arms. No, I, could even no, tell I don't you. know. <laughs> Arms should have. That game was not good. I never played. Course, it. Uh, according to, to Phil, according to Phil Spencer, good games isn't enough to buy a console anyway. So, oh god damn it! Don't don't don't. don't. Where's your YouTube <laughs> yeah. video with your your face on it? <laughs> <laughs> Let me let me take what he said and I'm gonna put it way out of context. That's Fuck right, people, man. God damn, I hate was so like, yeah, right after that interview because I was, you know, I, I'm sure you probably have this in the news. I was impressed by the interview. I was like, you know, he did a good job of, you know, 
taking blame, which is what a good leader should do. And like when you went to Twitter afterwards, like everything that man said was just twisted and turned. And I'm like, what? What did y'all y'all watch the remix interview? Is that what Diddy and them already put the remix out? Like what the hell? <laughs> no, people just hear Phil Spencer. You know, to be fair, he's kind of earned this a little bit. But he kind of seems like the snake oil salesman. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. He'll go out there and he'll be like, we understand, you know, it's a problem. This, this, blah, blah, blah. Like, he's good at the PR speak. Yeah. So, like, people are like, well, he well, even I- kind of talked to that, too, though. He was like, look, don't believe me. Like, and I know people shouldn't believe me. And I was like, you know what? They shouldn't. Like, nobody really should believe anything you say. Like, prove it to us and put us put a game out at this point. You know, I will give him credit where credit is due. If he had not taken over Xbox, oh my god, I can't imagine how shit it is. It would be right now. Like, he's done a no, lot. Where he did? Yeah, he what has done a lot. He, what year did he take it over? <sighs> what was it, like a year after one launched, right? A year or two? About 2013? No, 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 no. 2013 was, was when it launched. Oh, then 2014 then? 2015? I'd, I'd say 2015 is probably about when he took it over. And that's when, you know, we got rid of Connect. We got the X. We got backwards compatibility. You know, they went. Where from did one, he like, come from? Like, what was he's he doing? He's Microsoft. For he's been in Microsoft for like thirty years. But what was he doing? Like, just like a developer? <sighs> he was head of the game studios, like kind of what okay. Matt Booty does now, I think. Yeah, I'm looking at it now. He was apparently he worked in '98 or '88 as an intern in a bunch of technical roles, working on Encarta. Then he was a general manager of Microsoft's online, offline consumer productivity stuff. Uh, he was always a gamer, blah, 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 blah. I mean, motherfucker um, does play games. I see him online playing games all the time. I do too, actually. Yeah, he, yeah. Um, 2001, he was working, he was a general manager for Microsoft Game Studios. And then, yeah, he got promoted in 2014. There you go. Yeah, I knew it was around 2014, yeah. 2015. Because it was after Metric basically like destroyed the Xbox brand. Yeah. <laughs> so. And I think that was that the beginning of everybody's now hates Xbox. Yes. So. Yeah. It is so funny that people still think the Xbox One cannot play used games. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, holy shit, y'all! <laughs> Woo. Um. But yeah, 360, everybody loved 360. Like, if you remember, and this is always a good gauge of, of gaming toxicity, you go to, like, the comment section of, like, N4G. Like, remember when the 360 was the king? Man, that was nasty. Like, the Xbox people in there making fun of the PlayStation 3. Oh, it was disgusting. Yep. PlayStation's got yep. no games. That yeah. was the... That was the joke. And then, yeah, there was the mm-hmm. chalk, the chalkboard meme with uh, all the different saviors of PS3 crossed out, like, Lair and... All that heavenly sword, heavenly and sword, heavenly sword. Yeah. yeah, but yeah. now and guess what? PlayStation Three ended up outselling Three Sixty anyway. It so. did, which is always what's funny when people are like Three Sixty won that generation. I was like, maybe no. in the mindset, but not in not sales. In the, not in sales. No, the Xbox has been dead last in sales in every generation it has been in. I'm sorry, with that generation, Nintendo won with the Wii. Oh yeah, Nintendo wins like every other generation. It doesn't matter. Yes. Everybody, everybody keeps doing Xbox versus PlayStation, and Nintendo's just raking in money silently in the corner. Yeah, they like, don't care. That's why nobody... Nintendo doesn't weigh into it because yeah. they know they they don't want that. They just want to sit in the corner and make their money and let the 
King Kong and Godzilla fight. Yeah, that's fine. And then, you know what? That's the smartest goddamn thing you can do. Yep. Don't get in all this console war bullshit because I see the funniest thing I see about console wars and, and this is true across everything is if you are a PlayStation guy the only two words that ever come out of your mouth on Twitter are Phil Spencer and Xbox I mean holy shit dude preach preach like it, it makes true. no sense and also, like, I, like, I, I can't figure it out like I and it's Twitter and I need to just leave Twitter probably. but like every time I go on Twitter people who are devoted PlayStation fans just talk about how shitty Xbox is. Who gives a shit? You you you've won. Enjoy right. your time. Uh, like, exactly. Why, why why do you have to bring down other people? And I, and that, that's not exclusive because I watched. No, it's not. I watched a forty-seven-year-old man. I'm not going to name names. I watched a forty-seven-year-old man who was an like a probably the biggest Xbox fanboy on Twitter. He had a meltdown and tweeted like a hundred things about how Xbox was going to be good and PlayStation was stupid. And I'm just like, my brother. My brother in Christ. No, also, no. you're you're so nice, because I'd put that nigga on blast, because I don't give a fuck. Like, I'd <laughs> he, put him out there. He, he put it on Twitter. It's already in public. Shoot. I mean, yeah, oh. sure. I mean, there's <laughs> been plenty of times I've seen somebody, like, doing this discourse, and it's just like, I look at them, and I'm like, dude, you have... You're 34 years old. You you have two children and a wife. Does your wife know that you talk like this? I will show, I will show right. your wife your tweets. So embarrassing. <laughs> it's embarrassing. Just so embarrassing. Like, you paid money for a consumer product. That's it. That's the beginning and the end yeah. of your relationship yeah. with Microsoft, Sony, and Nintendo. You gave them money in exchange for a consumer electronic product, and you continue to give them money in exchange for software for that consumer entertainment product. I don't ever see anybody online defending HP the way they <laughs> do with Xbox and Sony. Like, no, nobody's nobody's out there running a uh, Dell Stan account uh, yep. tweeting hardware sales to HP fanboys. Like I said the same thing to somebody, but I used a car. I was like, nobody's out here standing for Hondas. Like you don't see them like fuck these toys. Like what the fuck? Like why is this only video game? I got two Hondas in my in my driveway. I'll stand for Honda. So I'll tell you (laughs) that does exist because I used to be a car guy. And yeah, really, you just don't pay attention to it. Uh, It probably happens across a lot of things. But since we're into video games, you see it in video games. Yeah, movie movie Twitter is toxic as fuck. Well, movie Twitter, movie. Well, yeah. Phone, yeah. phone Twitter is pretty bad too. Yeah, I'm gonna start. Um, I'm gonna start a Burger King stand account. That's what I'm gonna do. Fuck nah, McDonald's. come on. You know it's gonna be Little Caesars because <laughs> you're trying to get one up in your neck. Or, your, wow, your neck of the woods. <laughs> well, I don't know what I was about to say. But... It's a good thing that it's a good thing that you are black because otherwise that Listen, might have been a problem. You might have been I, making I know an that apology. I, I know that I would not try to repeat what you just about said. I did. I was Look, immediately hey, like, I'm not even gonna guess what you were trying to say. Anybody else did have to be like. <laughs> We'd have to play. You saw what happened to that guy on the, the baseball announcer? Yeah, I watched yes, that video. I was, I was like, Ooh. "That's what I was thinking of." By the way, you saw Ken right that uh, Burger King's shutting down a whole bunch of stores, right? Yeah, like four hundred stores. Like that's why. Yeah. Like I got to pick oh, up shit. the underdog, man. I, I was really? I was a Burger really? King fan before yeah. they got famous. Yeah. Closing down four hundred stores before the end of the year. What's yeah. going on? Is it just McDonald's beating the crap out of them, or uh, apparently? Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what happened. I think Phil yeah, Spencer oh, yeah. took over at Burger King, and the whole thing's been downhill ever since. 
Oh, crap. That's, oh, Phil Spencer done ruined the king, man. I guess he had it his way, huh? Burger King doesn't have any good exclusives. That's the problem. Their it last really exclusive is. hamburger got a 61 on Metacritic. So. <laughs> the Whopper. The Whopper could not compete with the Big Mac. <laughs> yeah. Oh. It doesn't have as many teraflops as the Big Mac. Whopper, mostly negative. <laughs> oh, shit. I about choked to death. That's hilarious. Oh, oh man. Anyway, let's talk about video games. Uh, Drew, I'll kick off with you. Okay. Um, not much. Uh, I have played a lot of Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Well, I mean, that's a lot, because that's a fucking amazing game. That is actually a really, really good game. Now, I really hate... I, I really hate weapons breaking. Oh, here we yes. go. Yes! Here we go. Come yes. to the dark side. No, I, no, I still think it's... the problem with that game. No, no, that's, that's really not the only problem with that game. So, how many times have I ran into a point where... So, they really push exploration. And they really push, hey, you know, you got this little meter that will tell you how close to a shrine you are. And one of the things that you really want to do in this game is complete all the shrines. Got it. Well, there's a shrine. And I'm really close to it, but it's up on a hill that I have to climb. Well, guess what? It's raining right now, and I can't climb that hill for the next four hours. And I'm just like, what the, like, give me an ocarina, and I will make it stop raining. I, like, there's so many, there's, there's things in this game that ruin the experience for me. Weapon degradation is definitely one of them. The, 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 the open world gets in the way of the open world in a lot of instances. There's a lot of really cool stuff in this game. So I just ran into like the, this island. I was like, I'm going to go to this island. And when I landed on it, they said, oh, ho, ho, you just landed. You shouldn't have came here, bitch. And they just took away all my items. And it's like, now solve this island. And I'm like, oh, shit. So now I'm stuck there. <laughs> um, and so there's some really cool stuff. But... Like I feel like that game just kind of gets in the way of itself sometimes, and I haven't done anything. I haven't. I I I have. I have went to Kakariko Village, and now I have to go because I I made it that far the first time I played it. I have to go get my Sheikah slate upgraded to where I can take pictures, and I haven't went there yet. And I've already got two and a half bars of stamina, <laughs> so I'm I'm good. It's just there's there's small things that really get on, get on my nerves. Also, where the hell do I do I upgrade my inventory slots? Oh man, I don't remember. It's been so long since I, I played trying, that game. Yeah, I was I trying can to carry remember. five weapons, and I keep getting better weapons, and I have to choose one to throw away. Yeah, there, I don't remember how Korok you seeds, expand wasn't it? that. Was it Korok Yeah, seeds? I think you're right. I think it is Korok Seeds. So I've got a bunch of Korok Seeds, but where the hell did I turn them in? There's a big dude that you meet. Uh, I think it was early on. He's like on a hill. Uh, it's a giant Korok, and he's like, bring me your seeds and I'll upgrade stuff. Yep, you're right. Okay, That's it. I need, to, I need to look the dude up then because I don't, I, I have, I am not on the beaten path. I have, I have went rogue and have went everywhere. I've got probably 18 towers already. Oh, so you so, you you playing it like it's Assassin's Creed up in this bitch? I am playing. I'm gonna go there. I see that in the distance. I'm going to walk until I get there, and then climb it, and then activate it. So, that's, so you mad at this doing. game because it kind of it kind of directed you where to go, and you were like, "Fuck you! I'll go my own way." 
You Stevie wrong. Nicks this shit, right? Wrong. Wrong. <laughs> okay. I'm at the age of, of 17 here. So <laughs> my thing is, is that this game, want, this game wants you to explore and do stuff. Have I found things and said, I can't do this yet, and I'll come back to it later? Absolutely. But there's certain things like, like the, I get it. it. It's a cool novelty that when it's raining, you're going to slide down a rock face. But, dude, like I just want to go up there and do the shrine, not sit here and wait for the rain to stop. Here comes the rain again. So, I mean, it's it's small stuff like that. And then the weapon stuff really gets on my nerves. Like, I, I, I can't stand it. And the weapons, it, it wouldn't be that bad if, like, you know, if I could beat maybe five or six enemies before my weapon breaks. But no, it's every friggin' enemy my weapon's breaking. And I'm just like, what the hell? Like, I, like anytime I go do a guardian, so, like, if I go into a shrine that's like a test of power or test of might, and I have to fight a guardian, literally, I will have one and a half weapons i'll go through one and a half weapons just on one fight and i'm just like this that's garbage that's garbage by the way ken i i, I was I, I wanted to let drew finish his thought but i can't i can't let you get away without throwing a red flag on the stevie nicks you can go your own way reference <laughs> Sorry. uh because that's a that's the lindsey buckingham stevie nicks breakup song from the lindsey buckingham side so you know what that's way too much information I don't even know what you're talking about. Look it up. They, they had broke up at that point. <laughs> they they had they had broke up. She wrote dreams and he wrote Go Your Own Way. Okay. Yeah. That's what I think. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and the duck was correct. <laughs> oh shit. Oh. You'll be a gold dust woman. Man, we need Mortal Kombat sound effects on the soundboard because I totally would have done the test your might right there when you were talking Just about the strength. Um, I actually, it's funny that you're talking second that I actually am um, building a file here that I'm going to send. How do you want me to send this to you? Oh, I got a whole bunch of sound effects. MP3s, That's one of them. Like individual MP3s is the way I have to upload No, them. I got Speaking that, but I got like a bunch. I'm going to just zip them and do it. All right, yeah, just yeah. zip them up yeah. and do it. Speaking of like sounds, what happened to the fucking music? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's coming too. I'm, I'm working on that. Don't worry. I, I, <laughs> it's like I gotta think you. of another. I gotta think of another song to put on the show this week. Like, yeah, we got. We go, we'll, we'll, we'll get a theme song. Oh yeah, let's yeah. Do use more combat music. More combat music. Do the Deadpool yeah. or something. Hell yeah. Yeah. Or the, was it a haunted forest? No, the living forest. Living forest. Living forest. I played MK2 yesterday on the Saturn and the PlayStation One. I. Why? Because I was, I, I just do that sometimes. Sometimes I just play some shit, dude. I got an MK One Up arcade machine. What are you talking about? Uh, I mean, but like on the Saturn, like is it? Is there something different about? I never actually had a Saturn, so I don't know. Like this is a serious question. Is something different about the Saturn Man, version? That... The Saturn version of MK Two, like visually, is the closest to the arcade next to the PlayStation. But goddamn. Oh. God damn, don't play it. Like, it loads when you do every move. Ooh. Why were you playing it? I was like, I want to remember how bad this was. <laughs> <laughs> I do that sometimes. Fair enough. Just okay. do it so you, can, so you can appreciate where you've come. You go back exactly. and like, let me, let me up this and then play Mortal Kombat 11. You're like, damn, this game is good. Boy, Dude, they, um, these kids don't know how good they're eating. I'm, a, a month ago, I played Mortal Kombat 2 on the Sega Genesis just because. Wow. Okay. 
yeah, I don't, I don't think I've played that since Genesis was selling for real. Jesus, wow. I just All play right. shit, man. I just play shit when I want to play shit. Oh, there you go. Fair enough. I mean, I'm playing a, what, a five-year-old game at this point? A five-year-old game? Nah, nah, dog. That thing is... The Switch is out seven years this year, right? Is it? Is it it's seven? Is it 2016? Uh, I don't remember. I mean, it's old. No. Yeah. And that did, is a did, that is a Wii U did game. It come out the, did it come out the same day as the Wii U? Uh, the game, Not the Wii U. The game on itself. The Switch. Uh, it was you a know, week like, later. It was a week later. Week yeah. later. Okay. Yeah. So seven year old game. Nintendo knew they were doubling up. They're like, we'll get the Wii people who can't wait a week yeah. to play it. And it then, came out March third, twenty seventeen. So six years old. Okay, so six. I knew I was. It was either six or seven. I couldn't remember which one. There you go. So yeah, I'm. I mean, I'm enjoying my time with it. Obviously, I keep going back to it. Um. And I want to beat it, so Just beat we're it. going to we're going to get there. Hopefully, maybe I'll finally beat a divine beast. I ran into one. I accidentally went to the Gerudo area, and they said they wouldn't let me in because I have a penis. Oh yeah, you got to dress up like the the female to get in there. Yes, and um, because you, I don't think they said the Nintendo game like you got a dick, you can't come in. Mm-hmm. I hope that's exactly what it says. <laughs> <laughs> no penis is allowed. <laughs> Big sign on the gate. No, no penis. But uh, yeah, I ran into that. Um, I I need to start kind of mainlining a little bit. I think. Yes. So, because apparently you get stuff just by doing some story stuff mm-hmm. that yep. would help me out a lot. Yep, you but, get things um, like the, uh, that you need to finish those particular areas. So yeah, so I guess I've been doing stuff I shouldn't be doing, but I've been doing it anyway. So you can't tell me um, what to do, Zelda. That's true. I kind of, I kind of want to finish that uh, that island though. So <laughs> that, that island is like the Souls um, area of that game, if I yeah. remember correctly. What's it called? <clears throat> Even Eventide. Eventide Island, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> That's like a Dark Souls in within Breath of the Wild. Zelda. Yeah. yeah. But um apparently I I read that there's a trick. So right before you step onto the island and you get the cutscene, um, you can take all the stuff you want to keep and throw it on the ground and then move forward and then the stuff's still sitting there and you can pick it up. <laughs> you gained so nothing. You took a shortcut. I don't care. That's, you, you can do it. And that's what Zelda pushes. Get good. If you think about it, you can do it. <laughs> so that's what I'm going to do. Uh, but yeah, I did that. Um, I, not, I mean, not really. I, I played a couple matches of Overwatch, but I don't care. I think I'm done for a while. I'm, I, I am too. I, I really am. Too. fucking terrible right now. Like, Yeah. I, I don't and, know how they it. can think that that matchmaking is okay. <clears throat> like, I don't, I don't. See it. I don't understand it. Yeah. Toward the end of Overwatch 1, when I was still playing it, the toxicity had kind of died down. Holy crap, the amount of toxic people I run into. Well, it's because it's free to play. So, like, all these people just create new accounts or fucking, you know, you got all these people who have never played the game. And I get so many people that tell me how terrible I am. I'm like, dude, you don't even know how to play the game. You're running, you're running a fucking... 
a diva in Desaria. Like what what the fuck are you thinking? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I was I was healing and our tank was running ahead of us and I was Lucio and so our tank's not protecting the healers and I had to get killed and then our DPS said that kept saying that I was the worst Lucio they'd ever seen and I was like, Maybe if you guys stayed with your team I could heal you and then at the end of the match we lost and I outhealed both my other healer and the other healers on the team and they were still saying that I was sucked at healing and I'm like, Okay, got it. Yeah, it sounds like you guys suck at actually playing this game and protecting your healers. It is not good right now. I, I don't they need to do something 'cause if, yeah. if I don't want to play, there's a problem. I can't I can't be bothered to even go in and get my, my little dailies done. Like I have not bought the battle pass. I don't care. So what happens at the end? If I if I don't reach the new character Life Weaver by the end of this season, do I just never get him? No, you can still get him next season. I forget like how that works because I don't ever have to worry about it. But you can still get the other character. I can't remember if you can still unlock him or if you have to pay for it or what it is. I don't remember. That's garbage if they make you pay for a character. I mean, you had to pay for a character anyway with your time. I mean, te- <laughs> technically, yeah, but I mean, I don't know. I think they... So, if I remember correctly, if you go into the... um, You know how, like, you go into your... Or not the career profile, but, like, the challenges menu, there's a characters menu in there now, and yeah. I think you can grind for that character next season if you don't make it to them. I think... Gotcha. But don't quote me on that. He's in cop right know. now, but nobody uses him because he's, yeah, yeah, no. So, so, yep. I played a few matches of Overwatch. I played a couple of matches of Guilty Gear Strive because of uh, Xbox Quest. I suck at Arc System Works games. Always have, and I probably always will. And that Blaze Blues out too. You should try that one. I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. Easy achievements for your daily achievement. Yeah, well, I'm, I've I've got a game for that. Well, I mean, eventually I it will run out. I mean, yeah, eventually it will, but not just you know. Is it Paw Patrol Two? Please tell me it's no. Paw Patrol Two. <laughs> no, it's not. It's actually a, a Tommy Tallarico jam. Oh Jesus Christ! Yeah, that's right. I didn't know he put Amico games on the Xbox. <laughs> no, it's uh, it's a, a Bard's Tale. Oh, that game, man! I booted that up once. I was like, this is not for me. That game is, so you can basically go into a debug mode and do stuff and get achievements, and that's what I've been doing. Jesus Christ, if Anthony was here, he would rip you a new asshole. Well, guess what? He's not here, <laughs> and I have not paid for Game Pass ever. You're so all... <laughs> this is like the new meme, like your old uh, I beat Dark Souls. Yeah, I don't pay for Game Pass. I don't pay for Game Pass. Ask me how. <laughs> No, I will, I will not. I will not, Drew, because I know the answer. Okay. <laughs> Five minutes a day. Are Sorry. you like the Geico lizard? What is happening? No, Dad, don't don't compare me to the Geico. I mean, Gecko. he runs around saying fifteen minutes can save you fifty percent on car insurance. True. You're like five minutes a day can save you fifteen dollars a month on Game Pass. Everybody dying. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Now I was trying to think of like a good like uh, Geico commercial. I'm disappointed in Terrence and Ryan 
And in that span, we did not get. <laughs> what are y'all doing? Oh, I am so sorry. Uh, well, I'm building our 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 soundboard. Honestly, but um, the, the, like, during the show is I not have the time so much to do that stuff. Yeah, You're absolutely right. Like, I, but I was. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm multitasking. I apologize. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't listen to the podcast. So. Even when he's on it, this <laughs> motherfucker don't listen to the podcast. If we're gonna do Mortal Kombat sounds, we gotta have Liu Kang's bicycle kick sound. <laughs> Which to, uh, the, to this day, one. <laughs> to this day, me and my friends still say, "You're the only one that can come up in my butt." Okay. Wow. I'm no. gonna. That one's getting clipped. <laughs> Wow! Somebody oh, yeah. clip that out. Somebody there you clip go. that out. There you go. I gave you one. You guys kept saying you won one from me. There you go. I appreciate you because I'm. I'm Do you want me to say it slower? No, I don't. No, want you're you good. Say it slower. Because no. I can manipulate it myself. We're good. That's ah, <laughs> oh, damn it. Well, I know that's fine. Well, we both got one. How about that? All right. Anyway, uh, any other games, Drew? Besides uh, Zelda. Zelda. No. All right. Terrence, you want to talk about games, or are you too busy? You too busy to be on the show? I am not. No. Um, yes, I can talk about games. I don't. I don't actually have a terrible a whole lot. Um, so I played. Uh, or I'm playing for a review. It's called Stray Blade. Oh yeah, um, how is that? I was curious. So it's very Souls esque, oh, but mind. it's not. Yeah, I know. But hold on, but hold on though, because it's not. So like you it has those um like save points, those like bonfires. It's not a bonfire and this is like this stone ornamental stone thing. Um but it it like heals you and it like saves, but it doesn't respawn enemies. Uh so that's a plus. Um the the combat is what's weird cuz it's not if it, if it played like Elden Ring or even I guess the Souls games it would make more sense but like you have like a balance bar that you have to or that you can get down and if you get it down to half you can you know perform a finishing move on them um, or get it fully down excuse me um, you can perform a finishing move on them but it's it's weird because like the attacks that come from enemies there are red attacks and there are blue attacks blue attacks can be parried but never dodged red attacks can be dodged, but never parried. This is some like, shit. What the hell? Yes. So I played this, and I'm—I swear to God, I'm—I'm just—I'm too old for all this complicated stuff. And it's—it really, honestly, it makes me sad because back in the day, boy, <laughs> back in the day, I used to play in a game, but now I'm out here. I was so confuzzled. I'm like, oh shit! I got a blue and a red coming at me. Should I dodge or should I try to parry? Like I. It, it it gets yeah. So once more than one enemy comes at you, it gets a little crazy. Um, but it's not. I don't hate it. It's not terrible. Like I'm 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 gonna mess with it. Like I'm I'm figuring it out. But it's Lord, and it does have a difficulty thing. So you can you can put it on easy. You know um, what other so games that, did no. that was uh was a DMC did that, and so did Guacamelee. Like the different colors, you have to attack with different attacks, and like at the end of like I made it to like the last stage of Guacamelee, and at that point my brain just imploded. Like I can't do this. (laughs) Yeah, I forgot. Guacamelee is a great game until you get like 
towards the back half of it, and then you're just like, dude, my brain cannot process this. I am not 14 years old anymore. Yeah, see, and that's what was happening to me. Like, it's, and I mean, granted, it's just the two things, but like, and, and, it, and then it's one of those things because it tells you over the tutorial, like when it's, you know, running through how to do this stuff, you have to pay attention to the move, not the color. So you actually have to hit your timing has to be like perfect. Like the it, the fucking window is like per, super precise. Like you have to dodge or hit the parry button basically at the exact moment that you're about to get hit or else it's not going to count. And I'm like, look, man. And then you have, you know, get surrounded and you have two blues and a red and you're like, well, shit, well, what am I? Which one's going to get here first? Like, what am I? It's too much. It's too much. But I'm going to. I'm going to persevere. We're going to see. We're going to see. Um, the other thing, which was surprising, me and Anthony, and we should have talked about this last week on the show, but and I forgot he wasn't going to be here until I actually sat down. Um, but I'm going to see if, if he wants to turn this into a into a thing. But he and I played um, Resident Evil 6, and we uh, streamed it on Twitch. And I'm so pissed because... We started off, and he was like, oh, yeah, no, my mic, yeah, yeah, it's good, yeah, yeah, it popped up, I see it, yeah. And he's a fucking liar, and he had <laughs> the best, oh, my God, and, and neither of us, because we were both just high as hell, um, he, he said something that was so funny that should have been, like, his little soundboard thing. It was something about a dick. And it's not, I don't even remember it, but it was, it was so, we were, I was like, oh, I'm clipping it. He was like, no, I'm like, no, that's yours. That's your And then Ken, Ken like came in there and tested. He was like, I can only hear you sound like you're talking to yourself. And I was like, well, we didn't get it. And Anthony is like super celebrating because, you know, he, he doesn't have a voice line, but I'm, I'm, we're going to get him. We're going to, we're going to get one for him. But anyways, that game, that game is wild. And I know it's an old game and y'all probably don't played it and beat it. I don't hate it. But I can see why Resident Evil purist would, because we started with Jake's campaign, because Albert Wesker is my guy, um, and Jake is Wesker's sucks. son or clone. Um, yeah, I know you said that. I know. Um, and I well, first of all, the fact, and I'm tell you what, <laughs> and I said this on the stream, what what sold this game for me when. Uh, when I RKO'd a zombie, I was like, this is, this is the best wrestling you ever. Like, you do wrestling moves. You sneak up behind them and, like, suplex them. Like, the, and then Jake has a whole, like, karate move set. <laughs> he has hand to hand attacks, which are, you know, kind of weird. But they, I mean, still, he just, you know, you could totally just beat down these zombies. And yeah, so it's, I don't know, schlocky, I guess is the word, but it's, the good kind, I guess. I don't know. I like I that game. It. I don't care what people say about it. I like that game. It's it's fine. It's Fair not enough. the best Resident Evil, but it's no, it's, it's fine. definitely not the best Resident Evil. But there's like so many cool things in that game. Yeah, it's fun. Like we we fought this, I, and the creature that's chasing them because he and I both were talking about it. Like we love the design of dude because it's like body horror meets um like mechanical stuff like that like i don't know his design is super cool but like he we're, we're in this helicopter <laughs> and he's three other helicopters are chasing us and then the monster the tyrant basically mr x is what he is i guess essentially like shows up and he's like swinging from this helicopter while shooting at us and we have to blow up the helicopter on these turrets and then he jumps to the next helicopter and i'm like it's like this is ridiculous but it was 
it was so much fun. We had so much fun. So if if nothing else, Resident Evil Six is definitely a lot of fun. Um, what else did I play? I I, I played some. Oh, I played some more Forspoken. Uh, all that Redfall talk, and then everybody saying that this was, you know, uh, you know, PlayStation had Forspoken. You know, not not to forget that or whatever. Like, you know, I'm gonna mess with that again. I beat the first Tonta, um, and got her uh, her power. And now, like, the combat is way. I, I like it way more. Um, cause she had like fire abilities and, um, melee combat. So Freya's magic before was all like range stuff, like a shotgun and machine gun blast type stuff. Well, the first Tonto you beat uses, uh, like I said, fire, but you have like a flaming sword so you can get in there and you have sword attacks and different slash combos and stuff. So I don't know that, that game again, it's not great. And again, I, this actually is after that big patch that they played where I played it. So it, a lot of it is is much improved. The frame rate was better. The draw distance and stuff looked um, better. There was some improvements um, there, but uh, I mean, yeah, it's, you know, it is what it is. Uh, I played some ever, ever space two, which Ryan, man, uh, my brother in Christ, when that comes to Xbox, you, you're going to have a good time. That is, uh, I'm looking forward to man. It. If that ain't freelancer, oh my god, that was so. Like I met, like I only intended to go in and play it for like you know 15, 20 minutes. I messed around, I was on it for four hours. I was like, oh my nice. god, like it's so good because like you have you know just like those old games, a mission where you can progress, but the world like the galaxy is open. You got a jump drive, you can jump wherever. There's distress calls, you you know ports of call. You can pick up bounties. Like it's oh, it's so good. Oh man. Um, and, uh, yeah, I guess that, oh, Evil Dead, I played a bunch of, a bunch of Evil Dead, um, this weekend, and some Fortnite with my wife, because there's a Star Wars event going on, um, where, like, I think until the end of the month, where they have, like, a separate battle pass, but at the end of it, you get Darth Maul and, uh, the clone trooper, but with the, um, well, if you saw Rebels, it's, um, Ahsoka, the clone trooper with like Ahsoka's colors, like painted on there. When they did the the five hundred first, did that for her, or Anakin had them do that for her. Um, but yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. That's all I played. All right, we'll move on to the wombat. All right. Um, so I uh, really haven't played much of anything, but I, I have played a couple things. So um, I played uh, some more of the Burning Shores expansion for Horizon Forbidden West, uh, and I'm still really enjoying that. Um, I like the sort of concept uh, of the DLC, uh, and it's a good, um, I think it's a good addition to the story so far, so I'm enjoying that. Um, I guess probably the thing to talk about the most is um, Super Dungeon Maker uh, on the Switch. Um which is basically like um, 2D Zelda Mario Maker, um, and it 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 wears its Zelda inspiration on its sleeve. Um, the main character is a chicken named Flink, uh, and he can you can place down uh, in your created levels, and he can use um, a shield, a bomb, a hook shot. Um, many of the, the enemies are clearly inspired, if not in design, in function by Zelda enemies. 
Um, so it's definitely, it, it definitely feels like a, oh, okay, Nintendo's not going to make a Super Zelda maker. Well, then we're just going to make one ourselves. Um, but that said, it's, um, it's got some issues that I hope they work on by supporting it uh, further. So it, um, it, it plays well. Um, the shield is a little weird. Um, it doesn't lock you into a strafe when you're using it. Um, and some of the enemies can attack you from a diagonal, but you can't really block diagonally. So that piece is a little weird. Um, the rest of it, though, functions pretty much the way you would expect. Um, dash, though, is like a rolling dash um, that allows you to go over small pits and like go past uh, environmental traps and stuff. But it's an item. Uh, it's not a built-in part of Flink's moveset. Um, so you have, to, you have to pick up the item before you can actually use the dash. Um, that said... There does seem to be a lot of user-created levels already, which gives me some confidence that the game is doing well. And so I hope that um, uh, that sort of level of support will increase the support from the developers and they'll you know, start making some tweaks and adding some stuff. There's a decent amount of stuff to mess around with in terms of you know, the ability to make your dungeon. Uh, and it's got some cool stuff in it, like you can set... Um, you can set items and weapons and chests and stuff like that to trigger after certain events. Um, so if you wanted, say, to have a heart power-up um, pop up into the environment after you had hit the boss twice, you can do that. Um, or if you want a chest to appear when you've cleared all the enemies in the room, um, you can do that. Um, the, you can also have, like switches on the floor that open doors and and so on and so forth um it's set up a lot like zelda where you you've got small keys that can open small key doors and you've got big keys that can open big key doors and big key chests um the uh you can you can build you know bombable walls so that you can make secrets behind bombable walls um you can make you know pits in the floor that you have to hook shot over um so it's it's really cool, and my son and I had an absolute blast building levels in it, uh, and ha- you know letting each other try out the levels that we had built. Um, so it's uh, it's really a lot of fun, and especially for it's on sale, and I, I don't know if it still is, but it was on sale last week for fifteen ninety nine, um, and it is well worth that price. Um, so I'm looking forward to seeing you know, what kind of support it gets and what gets added to it um, and playing some other user-created levels. But if you like um, if you like 2D Zelda and you have any interest in the ability to sort of build your own 2D Zelda dungeons and play dungeons that other people have built, um, it's worth checking out. So it's uh, once again, it's called Super Dungeon Maker. Uh, as far as I know, it's only on Switch. Uh, it may be on PC as well. I'm not sure, but I think it, the only is. console it's on is Switch. It's on PC, and, and probably if it, if it works the way I think it does. The reason there's so many levels is because it was in early access for like six months, so maybe those Got it. PC levels are being pulled into the Switch version. Probably so. Yeah, probably so. So, but yeah, check it out. It's uh, it's well worth checking out. And the, the main character is well-designed. The, the animations are good. Um, the He's got, you know, little sound effects and stuff. It's the main character is cool. 
What'd you yeah. say? Can you uh, download new levels like Mario yeah, Maker you, and stuff? Like you can. Well, you can you can play other people's created levels. Yeah, but the problem, the one problem, and Anthony and I were talking about this because Anthony's playing it for review. Um, the um, the one thing that it's missing that Mario Maker has that it desperately needs is the ability to have like a level ID so that you can share your levels specifically with friends. Um, so like with Mario Maker, you can build a level and then I could tell you, hey, you know, type in this level code and you'll be able to get to my level. You can't do that in this game. You just have to kind of search for it and hope you find it. Um, so that's uh, that's kind of a pain. Uh, but you can definitely play other people's created levels. Gotcha. Yeah, so it's 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 pretty neat. Again, it it's not feature complete. It's got some work that it needs to do. Um, but as a as a starting point, I think it's uh it's pretty fun. Especially for 15 bucks. I mean, if it was 60, I would not I would have trouble recommending it. Uh but for 15 bucks, it's definitely worth checking out. Do they make you finish the level before you publish it? They do. Yep, they gotcha. do. Yep. So the way the way you finish a level is there's a golden egg that you have to place in the level. And so to finish the level, you have to collect the golden egg. Um, and so, yeah, you have to you have to finish the level before they let you post it online. Gotcha. But yeah, check. I mean, at the very least, um, go online and check out a trailer or something, because uh, it's, it's pretty neat. Yeah, looks uh, a lot like Zelda in the trailer. Yep. It, it's it's very very Zelda like, um, yeah. That's oh, and even the bosses like one of the bosses that you can place down is uh, um, uh, like you know the 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 enemies or the the bosses in Zelda that are like a, a worm made up of spheres, mm-hmm. and you have to hit them on the tail. Uh, that you can put that down as a boss. Um, there's another boss that pops up out of the ground. And you can only hit it in the face, but it, you know it'll bury itself back under the ground and then pop back up again. Um, there's another boss that's like a big giant behemoth thing that throws pitchforks at you, and anytime you try to hit it, it blocks. So you have to wait for it to charge you, and when it charges you, it hits the wall and then it's dizzy for a minute. And so you have to uh, wait for that and then attack it while it's dizzy. Um, so yeah, there's it's definitely the bosses are a little bit tropey, but um, it's still fun. And that's it. Cool. All right. Uh, I'll wrap this up. I don't have a whole lot to talk about because I didn't play a whole lot. I, I tried to go back to Redfall solo, and I'm like, nope. That game is not very good, especially solo. No. So, no. It also fuck up your achievements. I don't know if you noticed that, but like they're all 17-point achievements. <laughs> so if you have OCD, you're like, I have to have an even number of achievements. Yeah, I saw somebody on Twitter saying that, and I I didn't I didn't realize that I until didn't either. Mentioned it, and until I was like, oh wow. I didn't. I don't notice it anymore because I don't even look at the gamer score shit anymore. I don't even care. But I just thought it was funny. Um, I'm playing through Jedi again. Um, while that game has a lot of technical issues, it's still a fucking fantastic game, and I love it. And and I've got a big giant beard and long hair, and I look like Obi Wan, so that's pretty rad. Um, I played Blaze Blue Cross Tag Battle Special Edition. I love that game. I think it's super fun. I love that there's some really weird characters in there from like uh, Ruby and and Persona and stuff like that. Like that game is a lot of fun. 
Uh, I played a bunch of old stuff. I boot, like I talked about earlier, I booted up some Saturn PlayStation games. I also loaded up my 360 and played a little bit of um, Sega Superstar Tennis uh, and the Simpsons game, which if you've never played that, that game is incredible. If you even if you're not a fan of The Simpsons, that game is really really good. Uh, and then I wrote a review for a TV this week, which that was a uh, I've only done that twice in my life. That was interesting. And then I spent the rest of my time fighting with a, a backlight kit from a company called Light Me. Um, so this thing, the reason that I was super interested in it is because it's literally the first time that they've made a sync box. So if you don't know what a sync box is, it's where you plug your HDMIs into it and the lights react to the signal coming from the HDMI. So the problem with sync boxes in the past is if you have a you know PS5 or, or Series X, none of those sync boxes support HDMI 2.1. So you can't get 120 hertz, which is a problem. So this is the first sync box that will actually do that. So this has four HDMI 2.1 ports in it you can plug pretty much anything into it, um, and then the lights themselves will react to what's coming through the signal. Now, there are some caveats to this. It does not support uh, ALLM, which is Auto Low Latency Mode. So, like, if you are going between game mode and non-game mode, it won't go. But here's the funny thing. It works for me. So, when I boot up an Xbox game, when I boot up the system, like, the dashboard is not in game mode. But as soon as I boot a game, my TV's like, hey, game mode activated. Which I thought was weird because it says it doesn't support it. But it, do, it does work. Um, you also lose VRR, which they claim will be fixed in a patch. But we'll see. So that's a big way. It does support HDR. It does support Dolby Vision if you still use those, which is nice. And I'm going to tell you, when it works, it works incredibly well. Like, the... The lights are, are literally pulling the, the signal straight down. There's no lag, and it looks incredible. Now, I have also been fighting with this thing for three days because it will not recognize my PS5. So, the Series X worked fine. My Apple TV works fine. The Nintendo Switch works fine. I even ran, like, my PC through it, my Xbox 360. Uh, it does have a problem with an M Classic. So I had one of those hooked up to my Switch. And if you don't know what an M Classic is, it's a little device that plugs in between the HDMI cable and the system, and it'll up your games to 1440p. So it kind of smooths out older games. So when I had the M Classic running in between the sync box and the system, it was actually causing the audio to drop out. So like every five seconds, the audio would just cut out. Which is obviously a deal breaker. I, I couldn't do that. So I removed the M Classic. That fixed that problem. So it doesn't work with that. Now, the PS5, I've got to work one time, and I have no idea how I did it, but anytime I switch to the, the PS5 now, the PS5 acts like the HDMI plug is not plugged in. So if you have a PS5, you'll note when you boot it up, it turns like blue, like the lights turn blue so that it shows that it's on. It'll go white which is basically the system telling you that the HDMI signal is not being recognized. And I'm working with support to try to figure it out because supposedly it works. Uh, I even hooked the PS5 directly to the TV and turned off things like VRR and HDR and auto low latency mode. Like I turned all that stuff off because I thought maybe that was causing a problem and it still doesn't work. So I have no clue why the PS5 is not working. Um, 
But outside of that, it's it's an incredible box that seems to be kind of buggy. The app is nice because I can now switch to HDMI ports from the app. So like I've got four things plugged into this and I can just switch them on my app. I can turn it on and off. I can actually tell the lights to turn on with the TV, which seemed to work pretty good. But it's an impressive piece of tech that I hope is going to get ironed out with some, some patches. It is worth noting that this thing is not out yet. I think people are going to start getting them towards the end of this month. So I have it early. So I'm going to I'm gonna keep playing with it, and, and hopefully over the next couple of weeks they'll figure this thing out. Because I'd really like to play some PS5 with it to see how it looks. Because on Xbox Series X it looks amazing. So... No, I think I think that's it. I didn't get the indie games this week, so I have nothing to talk about there. I don't know if they were just late or what, but I, I haven't had a chance to play any of them yet. So I think that's it. Yeah, I think that's it. So let's talk about what's coming out this week. I don't know if you know this, but it's kind of a big week. There's kind of a big game coming out, and I'm pretty excited about it. Is there? Yes, there is. Oh, that, okay. Yeah. All right. I forgot about that. Yeah. Uh, right. We'll start with Xbox Series X, PlayStation 5. We've got Weird West Definitive Edition, which confused Terrence in the chat. He had no idea what this game was. Yeah. I, 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 yeah. Because I, I thought I saw it, but then I went to look like, because I wanted to see a video of it, and I, was, and I couldn't find it. And I was like, did I, did I dream it? Like, I could. Yeah. All right. If you can dream it. Uh, Boss Rush <laughs> Mythology. you can do it. Uh, Boss Rush Mythology. I don't, I don't know what that is. Uh, Garden Simulator. Huh, I wonder what that is. Uh, After You, Level Escape. Filthy Animals, Heist Simulator. Fuga, Melodies of Steel 2, which is uh, on Game Pass, I believe. Uh, Marvel's Midnight Sun's Bloodstorm. So that's the storm. That's the last expansion, too, right? Yeah, sadly. Uh, Nightmare Reaper and TT Isle of Man Ride on the Edge 3. Say that two times fast. Uh, PlayStation 5, mostly the same games, but also again, Ease 9, Monstrum Nox, and Space Engineers Beta. Uh, I didn't realize that 2K Drive was out next week. It's crazy. Oh, is it? Yeah, according to this listing, it's out next week. So. Nice. All right. Uh, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, looking like exactly the same stuff. Like, I don't see anything on this list that's not on PS5 and Series X. Uh, Xbox One's getting 90 Degree Soccer. Um, Size Matters. And that's it. That's all the PS4 and Xbox One. Let's go to Switch. Of course, I gotta click into Switch. There's always so many goddamn games on the Switch. Uh, Dokapon Kingdom Connect, uh, Sakura Gamer, Elemental War 2, Gunvane, Heroes, Leap from Hell, Local News with Cliff Rockslide. <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, matches, Puzzles, cl- Classic Logic Arcade. Minseki Area Maze Search, Murderous Muses, Pretty Girls 2048 Strike, uh, 2021 Moon Escape, Family Fun Night, For a Vast Future, Little Disaster, Pixel Driver, and finally the big game, 
maybe of the year, The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom is out on Friday. That's crazy. That snuck up on me so fast. Thank you. Maybe, maybe I'll actually beat... If you haven't Breath done One Wild. Divine Beast yet, you will not finish this game before Tears of the Kingdom comes out. No, I, I highly doubt I'll do that. <laughs> I was just going to say, you, you, you got a lot to go. Yeah. All right, let's go to the news. Boy, it has been a week. Uh, the first trailer for Gran Turismo, the movie, um, was released this week. Uh, movie's out on August 11th. Did anybody watch it? I did not. I did not. I didn't. I was going to ask y'all how it was. I didn't see it. I didn't watch it. Yeah, that's that's weird. Um, Herman Hollis did an interview with GI Biz um, about their games as a service project. There are no plans to make 10 Destiny slash Fortnites. Our live service games will target different genres, release schedules, and audiences, and release simultaneously on PS5 on a piece and PC on a case by case basis. Um, Sony will release a prequel comic for Spider-Man 2 on May 6th as part of Free Comic Day, so that's already passed. Um, and then Spider-Man Remastered will also be available now as a standalone title with a $10 upgrade path for owners of the PS4 version. Uh, another PlayStation news, if you have not redeemed your PlayStation 5, uh, what did they call that thing, that big collection of games? That is over on Wednesday. Or sorry, Tuesday. That is the last time you can claim those games. So make sure you do that this week if you haven't done it already. Uh, Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom copies are already out in the wild. Uh, the game has been dumped online, so you can play it on PC. Uh, the composer for games like Splatoon 2 and 3, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, and Link's Awakening Remake has left Nintendo. Uh, that's Ryo Nagamatsu. Monolith Soft has increased the starting salary for new graduates by approximately 22% to 250,000 yen. Nintendo has announced they will, uh, they will have a special Nintendo Treehouse launch event live stream for Tears of the Kingdom on May 11th at 6.45 p.m. Pacific Time. Xbox! Whew, what a week. Um... Game Pass referral friend referral program announced for Xbox Game Pass Ultimate or PC Game Pass subscribers. You can share five codes for 14 days of PC Game Pass to your friends for free. Must be new users. Meanwhile, we still waiting on the family plan here in the United States of America. Yeah, we are. Uh, Redfall released. Ooh, uh, yeah. What was this that released, sir? Redfall? Redfall? I know, right? Hmm. What is that? Never heard of it. Uh, Must be an indie title. Microsoft showed off the new Xbox dashboard, which is fucking awesome. That thing looks really good. It is. I have it. Um, I have it actually on both of my Xbox. I didn't realize I had both of them registered, but I guess they're testing out different versions of what to put in that um, the biggest box at the bottom because one of like my Xbox in the living room it's it's my games and apps but in my wife's Xbox it's like it's just the store like there's a button for the store so I guess yeah and also 
and I've seen this on some people's, but mine doesn't do it. Like if you switch to a Microsoft game, like the background is supposed to change. Mine doesn't do that. Huh. Maybe it's a bug. Like probably, but yeah, it it is very nice. Like it's, it's, it's pretty clean. They also released two new dynamic backgrounds this week. Uh, one for star Wars, Jedi survivor and one for uh ghostwire Tokyo, which ghostwire Tokyo is rad. And by the way, looks really good. With that that light that backlight kit, I think it looks really cool. Uh, it's not nice. a week in Xbox news if we don't talk about a new controller. They released the Sun Kissed Vibes Special Edition in collaboration with OPI. I don't; those are all words. No, <laughs> it's a lot of words. It's a lot of words and an acronym, and it's whatever. Uh, Xbox Game Showcase confirmed June 11th, 10 a.m. Pacific Time. Uh, the Starfield Direct will be immediately following the show. Uh, like last year, there will also be an extended showcase June 13th at 10 a.m. Pacific Time. So prepare for four hours of disappointment. Sorry. Sorry. If that's uncalled for. I have not seen the Direct yet. Maybe they will show something amazing. You know what? Honestly, though, I don't think it's uncalled for. I think it's probably the best advice, really. Because um, I feel like, especially at this point, if you go in super optimistic, you, you may get your feelings hurt. I will mean... t- tell you this right now. As as a spoof, as a fun meme, I would start the show with like, remember that last year when we said these games would be out within 12 months? Well, we swear to God that this time these games will be out within 12 months. Here is... <laughs> <laughs> the games from last year, and just repeat the show from last year. <laughs> <laughs> Literally the exact same show. Yeah, just like here's all the games. Remember how we said these would be out in twelve months? Well, we swear well, this time. We swear this time. We meant twelve months from this next showcase. Yes, right. Uh, rumor: Microsoft Game Dev Twitter account is teasing a summer release for Forza. Rumor has it. Uh, Seagate storage expansion for Xbox gets a permanent price drop. You can now get a 512 gigabyte for 89.99, a one terabyte for 149.99, and a two terabyte for 279.99. To which people were like, "Weren't they already this price?" No, yeah, my brother. And, no, my brother. <laughs> and uh, still, still not uh, a competitor in sight. For... No these storage cards. Supposedly there is Western digital ones, the WD black ones coming, but we haven't seen those yet. Um, haven't seen them. So that two terabyte just for, just for reference, uh, was initially three hundred and ninety nine ninety nine. So it's a big oh price drop, God. but it's still expensive. Yeah. And you're, you're completely dependent on Microsoft for price drops here. Because there's not like six different options. Mm-hmm. Yep, Seagate owns the, basically just owns that market. So if you want to expand your storage, you got to buy theirs. Right. At least currently. Like I said, I hear WD Black is making one. Maybe that's why these prices dropped. So I don't know. Phil Spencer did an interview after Redfall reviews dropped. Uh, he was on the Kind of Funny X-Cast. Uh, according to him, a couple of news tidbits came out of this. He said they have nine of the 14 approvals for the ABK acquisition, and they still feel confident. 
Um, he talked about Redfall and said that the, internally the mock reviews actually had it double digits higher. And I'm like, who the fuck did you hire? Don't ever hire them again. Um, let's see here. He said he reads comments like the fact that he should get fired on Twitter, which, by the way, Phil Spencer should not be fired. Like, no, he should have some accountability for sure. But that man has done a lot for the Xbox brand. And like I said earlier, if somebody else had been in charge, that company may have went the way of Sega by now. I don't know. Yeah. So. And, I, you know, the people calling for him to be fired, too, I feel like are the idiots that don't understand how businesses, let alone companies, work. Um, I, I mean, I, I publicly, and again, I say this all the time on here, everybody lies. But publicly, I mean, what he said in that interview was great. Like, he fell on the sword and he took responsibility. And, you know, it somehow was spun into him blaming the team. But he, you know, he said that, you know, we as at Xbox should have came to them and been like, hey, what can we do to help? You know what I mean? They just kind of let them do their own thing. And they didn't, I guess they didn't do that with Starfield. Like they intervened or not intervened, but they helped out with Starfield more. So I don't know. I, he definitely shouldn't be fired, but the internet. Well, let's talk about, let's talk about the quote that he said that got all of the, the ugly face YouTube thumbnails um, out (laughs) there, which was. And 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 I'm not going to quote this verbatim. Basically, he said, there is no world where Starfield is an 11 out of 10 and people sell their PlayStations to buy Xbox. He basically was saying that we'll never catch Sony and and Nintendo in console sales just because they're so far ahead, blah, blah, blah. And he also said something to the effect of, like, great games are, like, they don't move systems, like, in the fact that they would be able to overtake PlayStation and people took this quote to mean like Xbox is not going to focus on making great games because that's not what matters. And that is not what he said. Like, right. That's exactly what he said. I heard him say it. (laughs) I heard those words. I heard those words. Yeah. How many, he said we will make purposely seven to seven and a half out of 10 games because that's what we think is the most important. That's what that's those are the definition of Game Pass titles right there. Oh, so yeah. I, I do you have more to say, Ken? No, no, no. You you can go. Go okay. go. I, I was just going to say to me that wasn't even the most interesting part of the interview. The the most interesting part of the interview to me was the general, I'll say, vibe from the interview. And I know you and I disagree on this, but it's okay. We're allowed to disagree. Um, I came away from that interview more certain than I already was that Xbox is positioning itself for a way out of the hardware business. And the reason I say that is not because they're getting their ass kicked in hardware or because they don't think it's possible or anything like that. I think it's clear that their mission has been over the last, well, basically this entire generation and even some of the last one, has been on building a software library in Game Pass that rivals anything that any company has ever owned, and then providing as many ways that are not Xbox-exclusive hardware for people to play those games. And it feels like we are getting to an inflection point here 
where Microsoft is realizing that in the sense of creating new gaming hardware that we sell because people want to play our exclusives doesn't seem to be their business use case anymore for the Xbox brand. The Xbox brand use case seems to be we have this enormous software library that you can access through Game Pass, and you can do it through your television. You can do it through you know, um, cloud uh, on whatever device you have. You don't have to own an Xbox. And to me, the next step of that is for them to not waste time, energy, and money developing another exclusive hardware box um, when they could – uh, just continue to build their software library and sell it wherever people can play it. So I am of the opinion, and I know there's disagreement on the podcast, that this could very well be the last generation that um, we see a dedicated Xbox machine. Doesn't mean I think Xbox is going away. I just think they're approaching... I, I don't think Microsoft sees dedicated branded hardware as the end game anymore agreed and i am i I would i would definitely agree with that no no no. i mean i would agree with that but i don't think it's i still think it's way ways away i mean you can already play i can already play my game pass games on my phone i don't have a new samsung tv but if i did i could play them on my Samsung TV or my PC, right? So even mm-hmm. today, to play my Game Pass games, I don't need an Xbox. For some of them, so, not all, not all of them. Right, right. But Game Pass stuff specifically, most of them. I, I I do agree with that. Is where Microsoft is going. Like I think they want, and they've said as much that they want people to be able mm-hmm. to play from wherever they want, whatever game they want to play. But I still think, if I had, if like, Doomsday Scenario for me, I think they do at least one more console, like, dedicated hardware. I think they'll do two or three. Uh, but, I mean, if if they do one more, like, I could see them doing, if, if Sony does what has been rumored and releases a pro version of their console, I could see this generation getting, like, a half upgrade, but I, I don't think anything past that. I, and for the record, I think a pro version of either of these consoles is fucking stupid. That's a waste. It's yeah, so yeah, funny. Yeah. 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 Like, um, I don't even see. Like, we literally just got our first big AAA fucking this-gen exclusive game in Jedi Survivor. That was, like, the first one. Like, yeah. I, don't, I, I, I don't... A pro is so stupid to me, especially if the rumors are true that it's out next year. That's fucking stupid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I, 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 but, but I agree with you, Ryan, to a point. Like, I, I think, and because I've said this, I've said this a while ago when I say that Microsoft is playing a different game and, than everybody else now. That's what I mean. Their their focus is not on you know hardware sales. Their focus is on, like they've said, you being able to play great games wherever you are. You know what I mean? If you're playing on PlayStation, which leads me to believe that they, you know, they would love to get a PlayStation, you know, app, an Xbox Game Pass app on PlayStation, you know, and one for Nintendo, which I'm sure, you know, at some point that, you know, those well, so are going to be met. Most of those will the happen. Easiest way to, what's the easiest way to get there by not being a direct competitor to them anymore? 
Correct. And, so, and and that's what and that's what I say why well, I agree to you agree with you to a point, because I do think that you're right. They probably will stop focusing on consoles sooner rather than later. But I guess it's a combination of UN or UN Ken's opinion. Like I think the next console will probably be uh some sort of like a stream box, but not necessarily for streaming, but you're gonna to have to have something that has a, a hard drive yeah. for those people that don't want to play. A yeah, but that's not really you know? that's not a that's not a gaming console. Like I no, well it's it, not but I'm saying about yeah. something like a like a um like uh like a an Xbox dedicated streaming device that has a hard drive on it, that's not really a gaming console. Uh that to me at least stretches the definition of a gaming console. I agree. Well, I, well, that's what I guess it wouldn't be a game console, but I foresee something like that probably being the next thing because I think that would probably bridge the gap between a traditional console and the moving away from that to this whole thing. But to to put everything on Game Pass to just be streamed, I think we're a, a little ways from that just because the quality. Like I've yet to stream a game where I've been like, oh yeah, I could totally see you know playing this. You know, instead yeah. of playing it on my console. I yeah. think I'm there with you. Like, if Microsoft doesn't do a dedicated console anymore, I'm fucking out. Like, I, I've i played streaming. I have a Samsung TV. I, I'm going I'm to pull a Drew here. I've got a Samsung. Um, <laughs> and I've played it with a native Xbox controller, just links up straight via Bluetooth. I played it once out of curiosity. I was like, I do not want to play a game this way. The only well, time I ever booted on my console is to, uh, again, I'm going to pull a Drew, is to complete a quest for my, my rewards because the game's not installed. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, but I mean, we're, we've got at least, what, two, three years at the earliest left in this generation? Um, think about how far Game Pass xCloud streaming has come in the last two or three years. It, You're right. There, I mean, there's a, there's a lot of room for expansion in the next several years. True, but well, I don't and like that's where their running. investments are too. Well, the, yeah, the, but I'm, they're investing heavily in the cloud stuff. Sorry, man. The, the issue is, is that you also have players out there who are not connected to the internet, and you have players out there who don't have great internet at home. Me being one of them. Like for a long time there, I was what forty, forty down download speeds. Now I'm five hundred, oh, which is like you know leaps and bounds better. But I've tried streaming with my new 500 download speeds. Still not great. Anything Still a over, lot of streaming over Yeah, streaming over Wi-Fi is bad as it is now. And also, what about people with data caps? Yeah, like that. That's that's something you got to think about because if you you know, there's a lot of people out there who I know play video games who have data caps who. Yeah, I really want to download this new Jedi Survivor, but, well, it, it's, what, 50, 100, 60, it's 150, 100, 150 gigs. 150 gigs, that's going to put me over my cap limit, you know? I'm going to get charged more. Streaming games takes up so much more bandwidth than streaming movies. Like, it's ungodly how much bandwidth you use to stream a game. Also, let's talk about that. Why, why, why does companies have data caps? To make money. To make more money off of you. Yeah, because they charge like, you when you go over. Yeah, and that's my thing. Is like you're, you're charging for air, guys, and that really should be illegal. I mean, phone, phone companies do it. They've been doing it for years. I, I know, but I mean, in this day and age where the internet is being relied on for work, school, everything, 
there really needs to be like a government step in and be like, hey, no more data caps. I mean, we can't even just not to go too deep into the whole Internet thing. Do you realize how like you want to talk about a monopoly? Most Internet companies have a monopoly because if you like three of us live in this area, most of us only have like one option if we want decent speed. I only have one option and it's Windstream. And I've had Windstream for probably going on. So it used to be Alltel. Alltel got bought out by Windstream. I've had Alltel or Windstream my entire life. Yeah, I don't think I've had anything. It was Time Warner here, and they got bought by Spectrum, and that's my only option. If I want, there, if I want, there is zero people. options. There, no, no, no. There's no other options. That's the only thing you have here. I mean, the other thing I have where I live is 20 megabytes down through like a DSL service, and I was, I just laughed at that. Every time I get a flyer in the mail, I'm like, Nah, dog, that ain't happening. Dude, and that was what they were offering up until now. Up until a month ago, I was still having the only thing that was around here was DSL internet, and the fastest speed I got was forty. Yeah, and yeah. and they just now upgraded everybody to cable, and they're, they're like they're forcing everybody to go to cable because it's now obsolete. Yeah, and and that's my point is like most places you have one option. Yep, and if they have data caps, that's tough. That's one thing I'll give OneStream. <laughs> they do not have data caps. I I fear getting that email at some point of like Spectrum is implementing data caps. I'm like, no. Yep. <laughs> I don't know. I I just I I understand the game that Microsoft is playing. I just don't think that game is going to come to fruition as early as they would really like it to. It's definitely not. Or they're going to lose their ass. That's so, what's going to happen. If Microsoft doesn't start putting out some, you know, high quality video games, Maybe it'll happen in the time Ryan's talking about because you can't have much but, more bad stuff. Yeah, the, my, my thing is really just the fact that he spent most of that interview setting the stage for them not to make another console. I mean, if you listen to the stuff that he said in the interview, it was all, we can't catch them, we're not going to catch them. It, it's It's very much a, listen, we don't need to catch them in a hardware race to meet our financial goals. Um, and right now hardware costs them money. Yeah. So I don't know why they wouldn't push the issue as feel as soon as they feel like they can. I just don't think they can. <clears throat> I don't think it's there. I, I listened to a really good uh, conversation about this uh, just this morning <clears throat> that like game pass isn't growing the way it was. And I don't think the cloud is going to grow like exponentially over the next two to three years. I just don't think it is. So, and, and they've yeah. got to see that at some point. There's yeah, a reason no. why we haven't got updated Game Pass numbers in two years because they're not impressive. Yeah. Like, <laughs> they don't have. Well, you're probably not wrong. Play, really. Yeah, like right. There's like a ceiling for Game Pass. If you own an Xbox, you probably own Game Pass. Yeah. And like there's only so many people who own an Xbox. So they've kind of they probably have a super high attach rate of Game Pass to Xbox consoles, but outside of that it's probably not very high. I would say no. Most people that I know that game on their PC, if they really want to play Halo Infinite, they'll just buy it on Steam. It's also free to play. Yeah, it's on Xbox. It's on PC Game Pass. Yeah. Yeah, and PC Game Pass is what? 
10 bucks a month. I yeah, mean, if you, you have Game Pass Ultimate, it's included. Sure, yeah. sure, but if you just if you don't own an Xbox console, there's no oh, reason yeah. for Ultimate. Like it's right. Yeah, pointless. Right. I mean, they they made a billion dollars on just subs, and that's the other thing too. Like I, people are like, well, they just just cut the Xbox brand off. Microsoft, they have a lot of money. Like they have the money to let Xbox fail and probably still be like, hey, we're good. Like I, I mean, it's but it's, it's not failing fine. financially. It's just no, it's not. No, failing it's not. Financially. No, it's not, not failing financially. It's just a that's, question that's of what... at this point maximizing the revenue, and mm-hmm. um, yeah. you know, uh, unfortunately, like I said. Um, the 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 hardware side of it isn't generating revenue at this point. Yeah, yeah. right. And then you put out a game like yeah. Redfall, where like that ain't going to push subscriptions. No, no. or consoles. That's no. not going to help somebody buy a, an Xbox. So I mean, I, there's there's a lot of and I and Ryan to your to to your point, I, I did I could see a lot of him laying the groundwork for you know don't get used to seeing an Xbox box kind of thing right. from what his answers were. Um, I don't know. It, it, it was a really good interview. I thought. I, I, I think it. I think he did a really good job. So I'll be honest. Well, with I guess 100%, we'll see. Hundred percent. If they stop making consoles, I will no longer play on Xbox. Like that's just. I'm a console man. Like put a box under my TV. That's what I want. And no, I don't mean a box that stream <laughs> shit. Fuck that. And that's not what I want. <laughs> so anyway, uh, the rest of the news. Final Fantasy Pixel Remastered hit two million sales. Final Fantasy 1. That's 1 through 6. 1 through 6. Imagine what it would be if they put it on Xbox. 2 million and 5. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Because nobody plays on Xbox. There's a There was a hidden line in that interview that people kind of brushed over that a couple people caught. Um, but Phil said something about game collections coming to Xbox soon. And also, he did confirm that he's been chatting with Square Enix. So... Um, I missed the game collection line. I did hear the Square Enix thing. Yeah. Um, huh. Okay. So I don't know that Gears collection maybe coming. I don't know. Uh, Darkest Dungeon sold 6.5 million across across all systems. Darkest Dungeon 2, which launches on May 8th, uh, sold 300,000 copies in its early access phase on Epic Game Store. Little Nightmares 1 and 2 sold 12 million copies combined. Uh, Super Mario Bros. movie passed a billion. I think we got that news last week. Uh, Minecraft Legends surpassed 3 million players in its first week. Chia has surpassed a million players. And Ghostwire Tokyo has surpassed 4 million players. So the, uh, one thing about Super, isn't Super Mario Bros. coming to streaming next week? Uh, no, I think you can buy it next week. And then it comes to Peacock at the end of the month. I believe. Gotcha. So you can like buy, I think it's like $30 digitally if you want to buy it next week. Mm. But you can't like rent it. You can't it, rent like, it. Not yet. You can't movie rent it. Like, no. like, you know how, like how Dungeons and Dragons is right now. I, I don't know if you'll be able to, but even if you could rent it, it would still be like $25. Yeah. So at that point I would just spend the extra five to own it. You know, mm, that's <laughs> true. I don't know. I, I don't like owning digital movies. Oh dude, I have, like 600 digital movies that I own. I love digital movies. Where do you go though to get them? Like that's um, the thing is like there's so many options. Like would I do Amazon? Would I do? You I know? suggest you build a Movies Anywhere account and link everything to it. And then when you buy a movie, make sure that it's Movies Anywhere compatible. There's only a couple studios that aren't. 
and then you can buy it anywhere and it will just go into one library. So, like, I can watch... Most of my movies I try to buy on iTunes just because I have an Apple TV, so that makes it simpler. But I always check to make sure that it's Movies Anywhere compatible if I buy it somewhere else. That way it goes into my collection. Who owns Movies Anywhere? Uh, that is Disney, I think. Ah, okay. So, but like I said, there's only two or three studios that you will care about that don't do Movies Anywhere. Unfortunately, one of them is New Line. Really? So, like, my Saw movies were not Movies Anywhere. That's all right. Those movies aren't any good anyway. Don't start with me, son. There's a new one coming out. You're just jealous of its success. I think the Paramount movies weren't either because I used that movies anywhere thing too, and I got Mission Impossible's didn't transfer over or something. I think you're right. Um, The two uh, new Ninja Turtle movies didn't as well. I think those are New Line, right? Yeah, New Line was Ninja Turtles. Yeah, so like those didn't transfer because I used to use Voodoo. Voodoo was like my big where most of my movies are uh, before I moved to iTunes. But now whenever I buy something on like the Xbox store or Amazon or like whoever's got it on sale the cheapest, I always check to see if it's movies. Any like all the services will tell you if it is. So, okay. Uh, or you could just buy it through movies anywhere. And then it's obviously on movies. Anywhere. <laughs> so. Yeah. Atari. So it has it has its own storefront and everything. Too. Yeah, yeah. Like you can literally download an app on any service, and you can just buy movies there, and then you can watch them literally anywhere, any service. Just link your accounts. Uh, Atari has announced the acquisition of more than a dozen M Network Atari Twenty Six Hundred titles and related trademarks, including games such as Armor, Ambus, Astro Blast, Frogs and Flies, Star Star Strike, and some more. Uh, EA has confirmed that Super Mega Baseball 4 will launch on June 2nd for Xbox One, Series, PlayStation 4, 5, Switch, and PC. I like the Super Mega Baseball games. Yeah, those are fun. I hope that EA doesn't break this one. Like, it's now EA they bought that company. Yep. So, we'll see. Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, Are you be on Game Pass, have they said? No, probably not. It'll be on EA Play on PC, I'd assume. But not Game Pass until what is it? What is EA Play like six months or something? Something like that. Yeah, something like that. I bet Jedi Survivor is a year. We want to bet. You get all those bugs worked out. Well, they're that thing's selling, so they're not going to put it up there for yet. Um, I can never tell how to pronounce this series. Scout Fold Usurper is launching June twenty third for Xbox, PlayStation, Switch. It's already out on PC. Times and Galaxy is launching in 2024 on Steam. Convergence, a League of Legends story, launches May 23rd for Xbox, PlayStation, Switch, and PC. They're finally getting all those League of Legends games out, huh? Yep. Still waiting on the fighter. I was going to say, I want to play the fighting game. Yeah, that's the one I'm waiting on. It's going to be free to play. um, Oh, never mind. I'm out. <laughs> okay, Killer Instinct was free to play too. Yeah, I mean, but you, Killer Instinct you could was buy. You could buy it, and that's what. Well, I'm sure they'll have a. They'll probably have a avenue for you to be able to buy it. I don't know. Don't count them out just because it's free to play. I hate free to play. Every like free to play is just not fun. I don't know. It's just not for me. Uh, Minute Fair Fun Racer is out on Switch. Sunshine Shuffle coming on May 24th to Nintendo Switch and PC. 
The Tartarus Key launches May 31st for Xbox, PlayStation, Switch, and PC. Pokemon Trading Card Game Online will shut down on June 5th, 2023. Uh, Pokemon Trading Card Game Live launches three days later on June 8th. So, well, they're just moving stuff over? I guess. I guess it's a new version of it or something. Okay. Yes. It's a it's a totally new... Actually, that's funny that you said it launches. It's already out, the Pokemon Live, but you can convert your account. It's just a different setup. So instead of like the old look of the the collectible card game it's it's a new um visual layout for it like the there's more effects and stuff it's just put it in line with like the magic game that came out and hearthstone stuff like that but it's still it's still the same game yeah magic arena because how many magic games have there been and then they finally said this is going to be the final one yeah right yeah 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 uh f123 launches june 16th for xbox playstation pc this was an interesting. Double Dragon Guide and Rise of the Dragons is launching this summer for everything. Yeah. I'm always yeah, that's me. New Double Dragon. It's a, a roguelite. Oh, god oh, damn it. Really? I yeah, didn't it, know it that. Has, it has roguelite elements. Never mind. Damn it. I'm out. Uh, Planet of Lana launches May 23rd for Xbox and PC. Also on Game Pass Day 1. Uh, Don't Nod's next game, Harmony, The Fall, or Reverie, uh, release date June 8th on Switch and PC, and June 22nd on Xbox and PlayStation. Another one of those Telltale kind of games. Yeah, probably. Uh, Apple Arcade added 20 new games with four new originals, including What the Car, Disney Spiel Speedstruck, Cityscape Sim Builder, and a new TMNT game. I need to go check that out. It's called yeah, Splintered Fate. It. it looks good. I saw some gameplay. I haven't uh, I haven't downloaded it, but yeah, I need to check it That's out too. Own game? No, no, no. Apple Arcade, mm-hmm. you can play on your Apple TV as well with a controller. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yep, which is nice. Yeah, I played that with that Fox Racing game. That's not bad. Like it's Yeah. Uh, it's pretty fun. They have a Star Trek game that I play, Star Trek Legends. Um that I play on my Apple TV. But yeah, I need to download the uh, the Turtles one. Yeah, let's check out the Turtles one for my free uh, trial expires, which I think is in June. Uh, did you know there's an original Sakaguchi RPG on Apple Arcade? What? And it's not bad. Yep. It's good. Yeah. Yep. He's making a sequel of it, too. I Actually, I beat that game. What's it called? Oh, fuck. I don't remember what it's called. Hang on. <laughs> It starts with the F. Hold on, hold on, hold starts on. With I F. don't remember the name. It's called Fuck Final Fantasy. So it's called. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I played it. It's actually pretty good. It's like a diorama RPG. Man, it's killing me. I don't know what it's called. I need him. I need him to figure it out quick. Fantasian. Fantasian. Sorry, it's called Fantasian. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> It's called Fantasian. Okay. Yeah, no, it's cool. If you, if you like, ever do an Apple Arcade free trial because they give them away, like, fucking candy, um, you should check it out. It's pretty cool. Gotcha. What's it called again? Fantasian. <laughs> okay. I thought he was, I thought he was riffing. Uh, Fall I actually of, thought he was, yeah. Fall of Porcupine is out June 15th for Xbox, PlayStation, Switch, and PC. All right, next page. Uh, da, ba, da, ba, da, ba, da. 
Dauntless Developer Phoenix Lab Labs has laid off around nine percent, around thirty people of its workforce. Ooh. Uh, MetaQuest is a, has a gaming showcase set for June first. Oh boy. Uh, what else we got here? Are um, they going to do it inside the metaverse? God, I hope so. So I'll have to watch it. Uh, Respawn yeah. CEO Vince Zampella said he would love to see Titanfall three, but it must be the right thing, and they currently have no plans for a new Titanfall game. Yeah, he keep saying that. He can fuck off. Like I don't. What exactly? <laughs> why? When does the stars have to align? For like people have been clamoring for Titanfall three, but you know what? It's really our fault. And I say our fault as the gamers because nobody bought Titanfall two. I was going to say dollar ninety nine. Like I'm if y'all had bought that shit at launch instead of waiting for Call of Duty, which didn't even work out for you, and Battlefield one, which actually was pretty good, but Titanfall two was better. I'm going to tell I'm you right now, Sorry. if they put out a new Titanfall, it wouldn't sell. It'll bomb. No, it wouldn't. And it's sad because, t- oh, Titanfall 2's multiplayer, th- if you, even if you don't play its multiplayer, the that campaign, campaign is amazing. It's so incredible. good. Oh, my God. Towards the end, when, when it starts, like, shifting, oh, my God. That campaign was so good. Yep. Final Fantasy 16 will not launch in Saudi Arabia. Because no brown people. Uh, what was the reasoning? I don't remember. Because there's a uh oh, oh LGBT representation. There's a there's an intimate scene. Oh, with yeah. um, LGBT, right? Yes, correct. Okay. And yeah, yeah. So that's why. We'll okay. Um, <laughs> showing your the true your, there, Saudi Arabia. Your weekly reminder that the Saudi government sucks an ass. Yeah. yeah, right. Um, y'all remember Amazon Luna? Still a thing? I guess. Oh yeah, they're streaming. <laughs> their little streaming thing. Uh, Fortnite is now available on Amazon Luna. Oh, well, there you go. Hope those four people really enjoy it. Uh, Diablo, <laughs> Diablo Four developer update live stream set for May twentieth at eleven a.m. Pacific time. Uh, info about post-launch content. Battle and season pass, and God, I forgot this has a battle pass and a season pass. Holy shit! Yeah, Diablo. God, is it the uh, the server slam thing? Is that this weekend? No, no, no. It's, no. it's okay. in May. This is May. Or we are May. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was like, look at my calendar. I was like, um, nigga, I think it's. I think it's yeah, yeah. I think it's. <laughs> I think it's two weeks from now. Okay, okay. it's like well, it's actually, like two weeks sense. before launch. Ain't nobody. Get, yeah, yeah, I can promise sense. you, it's not next weekend because Zelda comes out. There's no way in hell they're running a. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that, yeah. No, Blizzard's smarter yeah. than that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Unity has laid off more than 600 people in its third round of layoffs. Uh, they also closed half of their offices worldwide, and starting this September, employees uh, have to go back in-office work for at least three days a week. Fun fact. Every time yeah. I start up a game and it says powered by Unity, I say in either my mind or if I am alone, because I don't want my wife saying, what the hell are you doing? I will go, Unity. Of course you do. U-N-I-T-Y. <laughs> That's what I do. I'd be like, U-N-I-T-Y. You Every single time. <laughs> So he does that. That's okay. Uh, Capcom's president 
I'm going to butcher this, Haruhiro Tsujimoto said in an interview with Famitsu that the target for Street Fighter VI is 10 million copies. Mm, they may actually That's hit ambitious. that. I mean, the fact yeah, that they're putting that it on game... everything, yeah, I think they could probably hit it. Yeah. And I mean, that this, game this is doing this so is, much. It's a Street Fighter. Street Fighter still holds. Even after five, it still holds some, some clout. Oh, emotion. absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, Shadow Man Dark Legacy was announced for Xbox Series, PlayStation 5, and PC. I'm always down for yes, Shadow Man. By this. Yep. So is this the third game in the series? Yes, third game. Pearl Abyss <clears throat> announced in their quarter four earnings conference call that Crimson Desert is nearing the end of development and will start with marketing and demos this year. What the game is? Uh, I played that. What was it? Something Abyss MMO game. It's not very good to me. It's not my kind of jam. So I don't know. Their games look really good. Just don't. Are not very fun to play to me. Yeah, the one is like a fantasy MMO, and it's it it's I don't know it's it's it looks like you said it looks really good. It just doesn't control like really good, unfortunately. Play on, formerly known as Coke Media, plans to restructure itself, which means layoffs are planned. Deep Silver, Prime Matter, and Raven's Court will merge under one single brand. They aim to produce fewer titles at a higher quality. Silver. There's a name I haven't heard in a long time. <laughs> the Obi Wan line there. But it what, I haven't heard. But Deep Silver. Of course, back, I know him. He is back, me. He is me. Um, ten years ago, Deep Silver was publishing a lot of good stuff. Yep, they just put out uh, Dead Island, right? Was that still Deep Silver? I think so. It okay. was. Yeah. That's what I thought. Uh, Warner Brothers CEO. Uh, David Zaslav hints at a Superman game. He says, when we launch a Superman movie and people spend more time and there's more economics of people just hanging out in the Superman world and universe. And I hope that quote was okay. mistyped because it read really funny. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how you make a Superman game. I mean, they've tried a thousand times and they've all been bad. Well, yeah, I mean... How do you have any progression? Exactly. <laughs> you, you're yeah, already maxed. He's so well, if you powerful, do, if you do like, like the early Superman, where he learns about his powers, that could be interesting. Sure, but even then, you're right. still impervious to damage. Sure, but like, learn how to control your heat vision. Learn how to jump and fly. I don't. I don't know. That sounds like a whole lot of ways for developers to make the game control like shit at the beginning until you can. Control it yourself, and you know what? There, there well, is Crackdown ways. did it good. You just would have Crackdown to. Did it you just have to take him off of Earth. Like he'd have to be on another planet. Like I, he'd have yeah. to be like depowered, and then that whole being having to level up would work. How you would do a sequel? I don't know. You can't always keep him off Earth, but yeah, he's he's so fucking broken. Like I don't know how you. I don't know. I don't know. Just make a game with his powers. Like make him invincible. Fuck it. Just. Fuck it. That's a boring-ass game. I mean, just a fun little game where you fly around a Superman and do stuff. Beat the shit One out punch of man. Super right, like, you know, Fuck it. I mean, you can't... You obviously, the other way doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's true. 
Uh, Give it a shot, see what happens. Yeah, I mean, it can't be any worse than... You know what? Yeah, make him, like, stun. Like, because you can... Like, Superman gets beaten to, like, a stun state or whatever. So, like, he just fights shit that, like... But, like, the basic stuff, you basically can one-shot. You know, but he can pulls his punches for human enemies, right? So, like, you know, he's not splattering them. Oh, man, make a Superman game where you splatter humans. That would be great. I'd play that game. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Like, if you do one where, like, you have to control your, you know, you can't power punch a bank robber. You know what I mean? Like, now if it's a parademon, you know, go ham. But, you know, Troy, who's just, you know, robbing his bank because his daughter has cancer, you can't punch him in the chest. Right? <laughs> totally do. Like, do the punch through the chest. He's just, like, put his heart's on the other side. Like, what's up? Yeah. I'm like, fucking totally Superman. Do I would play that. Like, I would that, totally play that. Holy shit. What was that? That movie, Brightburn? Brightburn. That, was, that was some yeah. good shit yeah. right there. It was. I, yeah. Uh, that was good. One of my favorite parts of the Insomniac Spider-Man games is how they make sure that they web all of the enemies that you knock off of Skyscraper to their certain death. They oh, yeah. web them all to the side of the building yes. so that yes. Spider-Man doesn't kill them. Fuck that, man. Just knock them off the cliff. I don't care. <laughs> My daughter um, commented about that when I was playing Miles Morales. She's like, you just, you just killed that man. I was like, nope, look, I'm going to show you. And look, I swung down. And he was right. I was like, see, he's fine. He ain't dead. He's fine. He's fine. Yeah. Or you could be like Batman and beat somebody to the, they wish they were dead. Exactly. There you go. Yep. Truth be told, I think Batman does it worse than anybody. Well, I mean, that's kind of his stick, right? Like, you fuck with Batman. Like, he ain't going to kill you, but he's going to make you wish you did. Yep. Yep. Uh, Valve has rolled out a new update for the search bar, including quick search. Now includes developer pages and tags. Also, better handling of misspelled words. This is for Steam. I don't even know why this is a news bullet point, uh, but apparently Mortal Kombat 12 got its first teaser, which was a grain of goddamn sand. Yes. That's not a teaser. Yeah, see, I don't know why... Well, Well, Ryan and I, well, Ryan, he posted it in the thing for with spoilers for those that haven't beaten the game. So I, it could hint to something that happens at the end of eleven. Yeah, at the um, end of the DLC. Yeah. yeah, but man, like a grain of sand. Like, come on, bro. You know, people been waiting forever. As Terrence <laughs> always says, you're doing the most. Fucking Netherrealm is doing the least. Like. <laughs> Like, come on, man. That's not even a tease. That's, that's not that announcement is coming soon, right? Like, because I think it's going to be at the PlayStation, PlayStation thing. I think it's going to be at the yeah. PlayStation Showcase. I mean, that place. Probably so. People have talked that PlayStation Showcase up so much. We talked about it already, but like, Metal Gear Solid 3 is supposedly there. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, Mortal Kombat's probably going to be there. Like, Silent Hill will be yeah, that Sony's, Silent Hill remake. Sony's basically going to be like, look how awesome PlayStation is again. You know, even though yep. some of the games aren't exclusive. If Mortal Kombat's exclusive, I'm done. I'm just. I'm it's gonna... not going to be exclusive. It's not going to be exclusive. Yeah, it's no. not gonna be exclusive. Uh, last news story that I've got on this sheet is Fortnite will be part of the Olympic esports series in 2023. I did not know that existed. <laughs> Me I didn't either. either. There's an Olympic esports. Who represents the U.S. in the Olympic esports team? Who represents the lollipop kids? The biggest problem that esports faces, I think, 
is that even people like us that are as plugged into gaming as we are don't know anything about it. Did you see the note from Activision this week that they're having trouble with their esports? And think about what their esports are: Call of Duty and Overwatch League. Yeah, like if oh, you wow. can't if you can't make it work with those two games, esports right. maybe ain't kind of a big deal. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say that. Yeah. Uh, all right, so, Ryan. Ryan, to answer your question real quick, we are also in our thirties and forties. No, it's true. Yeah. You're right. You're right, but I, I mean, I guarantee if I asked my kid uh, about the Olympics of esports, he would be like, "What are you talking about?" Yeah, yeah. I don't care. Like, just give me some I mean, robots or some shit. He is. He has I've never once like the... said anything about that about esports at all. No. Yep, mine either. Like at the video game awards when G Hoff presents those esports stuff, like I asked my son, I'm like, "Brandon, who you know these niggas?" He like, I don't even the what? No. Like okay, yeah. Like it's so like, funny. Like, Who's watching this? It's always funny when they do those awards because they're like, "Here is Pepper Spray 420," and here, yeah. is, uh, <laughs> like, what? Who is this? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be fair, that's the content creators too. Like, <laughs> who the fuck yep. are you? It is same thing. I saw a very cringe video one time. I don't even know the name. It's, he's a professional esports player. I don't know what. Um. But he walked into a GameStop and he had like a film crew with him and he kind of just stood there and was like, hey, it's me. And like these poor like minimum wage workers are looking at him like, I, who are you? Why are you here? <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't give a fuck who you are. Get your camera out of my store. Yeah. The fuck I make leave. $7 an hour. Get out of here. Get out of here. I gotta categorize like 400 games here. Please leave me alone. Uh, I gotta gut fucking 30 copies of some shit ass game. Get out of my store. Yeah. Uh, Sony has confirmed that Pixel Opus, the creators of Concrete Genie, have been shut down. Mm. Yep. That sucks. Just because Concrete Genie didn't do well? Uh, I don't know. It was funny because, like, and, and I know we talk about this a lot. If this had been Microsoft, it would have been like a huge news story. But, like, when that when I when this announcement came out, like uh, all these PlayStation guys on Twitter, like were like, "Well, they ain't made anything in like six years. Fuck them." I'm like, "God damn." Yeah, people have no hey, concept like, of Jesus what uh, goes into game development. My guess is also that Sony's kind of got a thing right now. You're either going to be making you know the Oscar bait games, or you're going to be making their live service games. And if you're not making one of those two things, they kind of don't want you right now. That's, I mean, that's just the re- harsh reality of it. I would not like to be an indie developer with them. No, the from what I hear, they're really not pleasant to work with as far as indie developers go. Like, Microsoft's really good at that now, which is funny because that changed last gen where Microsoft was terrible to work with yeah. for indie games and PlayStation was the place to be. Now PlayStation's like, we don't give a fuck. Like, we don't care. Uh, Starfield ESRB rating got leaked... Uh, it includes violence, blood, suggestive themes, strong language, and use of drugs. Uh, so apparently there's no alien boning. So. Gotcha. Well, I mean, I kind of figured it'd be M, but whatever. Uh, PlayStation Plus collection, as I mentioned earlier. I just want to play the game. I just want to play it. What was it? September is the current date, right? Something like that. You think it'll make it? Yes, I do. 
Okay. I think it, I think it will make it, but will it be good? Is the I, better question. I think it'll be good. The problem is, is that I think it'll be buggy. Will he be broken? Now, is the better question. Yeah, I mean, that's it's Bethesda. They're it's you know, Elder Scrolls is one of my favorite game series of all time, but those games were not exactly uh, clean at launch. Is this one hundred percent a new engine? Yes. This okay. is their first game on their new engine. All right, so the one thing I will say is that there is you, you got one lifeline left. Xbox has one lifeline left. If this turns out to be bad, you've screwed yourself for the next probably two years. I may, maybe, because... The next game that At would move least. the needle is going to be Perfect Dark or Fable, and those ain't coming out anytime soon. We um, have not yeah. seen any of that. So no, we haven't even seen the gameplay of either of those games. You guys have put all of your eggs in one basket here. It's the Bethesda basket. Yeah. And this is this is why they're they want the Activision Blizzard thing to go through so badly, because that gives them another basket to put eggs in that's not Bethesda. Mm-hmm. Here's the problem. The last Bethesda egg that came out was Fallout 76. Yep. You're well, now you're it's Redfall. Right. Yeah, now it's Redfall. Well, sure, yeah. <laughs> which which developed, I think is worse but... than Fallout 76. Oh, no, man. Fallout 76. Uh, dude, have you played Redfall? I, I haven't played Redfall. I've okay. seen gameplay of it. Go play Redfall. But... And then tell me, did you play, did you play Fallout seventy six when I it did? Launched? I did. Yeah, yeah. It was it was more Bad. entertaining than this was. I got all right. I, got I have not played either, so I I can't comment. I got you know what? I agree. You're right. Fallout seventy six was it was better than Redfall at launch. Damn. Man, okay. It's bad man. It is. It's bad. Yeah. It's, it's kind of bad. Yeah. I mean, Fallout seventy six literally like. So if you play the beginning of Fallout 76 and you make it to your first town, it, remember, there was no NPCs in this game yep. to begin with. And you had to go to, uh, I can't remember what it was. It was like a, something to do with like the first first responders or something like that. And you had to go to this uh, computer kiosk. And I looked and I was like, why is there a bunch of players just right here at this computer? They were actually queuing in line so that they could use the computer. Mm-hmm. And when somebody would get off the computer, the other person would get. So I got in line when they finished. You know how you transition in Fallout, they've always had that transition where you go from first person to like you zoom in onto the computer screen. Yeah. I got stuck at that um, in that animation. So I couldn't leave the computer screen. And I had the guy in line behind me send me a message on, I think it was on PlayStation. I was playing on PlayStation at the time. Sent me a message on Play, PlayStation saying, dude, get off the computer. And I was like, I can't. The game has stuck <laughs> me here. And so I had to quit the game and come back into it. Waiting in line. Okay, well, let's see the problem, Drew. It's hilarious. Waiting in line. Yeah, waiting in line to, to use a computer in a video game. Do you remember when the Division first launched and we had to wait in line in the... the... The first, uh, what do they call those? Uh, the was it fobs or whatever? Oh, the the yeah, the forward operating base. No, it was no, it was the boo. It was the uh, base of operations. Yeah, the boo. It was like we're going to the boo, and like the first time you log into that game, you had to wait in line. <laughs> yeah, you was broken. 
Yep. <gasps> All right, I got a couple rumors for you. We already talked about one. Um, Roma has it. Apparently, Sony has signed an exclusivity deal with Konami for Metal Gear Solid 3, Silent Hill 2 Remake, which we already knew, and a new Castlevania. We'll see. Man, that would yeah. be that would get me to dust off my PS5 for show. I don't have a yeah. PS5, so uh, would it get I you guess. to buy one? No, New Castlevania oh, wouldn't get you well, to buy a PS5. I don't have that kind of money. I mean, you just got a big raise. <laughs> you can afford a PS5. <laughs> you haven't even started that job yet. You started. That was very much a. That was very much a, a Dusty Rhodes way to say money. There, by the way, Drew. <laughs> Money. Take my money. Sweet Sapphire got my money. My money, daddy. <laughs> I miss Dusty Rose. So like. <sighs> All right, I got another rumor for you. Anybody want to guess? Uh, they're hinting at another franchise returning. Xbox or PlayStation? Uh, it's kind of associated with Xbox, but it's been on both. Okay. Uh, that's a good one. I don't know. Um, Kentucky Fried Chicken. <laughs> yeah, Kentucky Fried Chicken. Kentucky the game. Fried. So chicken. no, no Lord guesses. Jesus. No guesses. No. I can't think of Dead Rising. Oh. Okay. Kind of associated okay. with Xbox, but it's been on PlayStation. Yeah, started yeah. as an Xbox exclusive. Yeah. And then I think, what was it, 4 or 3 was an exclusive, and then 4 was a timed exclusive. Yes. Yeah. So, but 2 but was on both. 3 was a launch title. No, three, or oh. 3 was a launch title for Xbox One. For Xbox One, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, for Xbox One. It had voice commands in it for Connect. Remember that's that? That's true. It did. I had it. Yeah, I remember that. That's uh, true. All right. Uh, emails first before we go to Twitter. Uh, apparently, Gosh. we missed an email. Uh-oh. Um, so I'm going to do that one. But I'll first do some from Adam. It says, Review Codes. Hey, all, on the show last week, you guys talked about how buggy Jedi Survivor is. I'm just wondering, does it ever get you down that you have to re- review games before release in this day and age? Have you considered waiting a few weeks or months after release to review a game? No offense, but all reviews these days are bullshit. And how yeah, it that, works... That's, that's why mine are always late, by the way. Yeah. No, it's not. <laughs> With how it works now with day one patches, no game review that is put out before or in the first week of release is the true experience. So have you considered waiting? Absolutely. Oh, 100%. Um, yeah. There are times when we'll get a game like, I'll just give you two recent examples. Horizon Forbidden West was absolutely broken um, before release. And I played most of that game broken. They dropped the the day one patch about four or five days before the game came out and literally was a game changer. Like, it went from buggy Bethesda kind of mess to polished Sony first party game. Like, that's how big that patch was. And if that patch had not existed, I probably would have held my review. Now, Jedi Survivor is another recent example where I waited for the patch, I tried the day one patch that everybody was getting, and it still wasn't up to snuff. So I wrote my review based on that, and people didn't say anything to me, but I was certainly one of the lower reviews for that game. Yeah. Yeah, it happens. I mean, how many times has that happened with me? I got burned on it. Yeah, because the online portion of Street Fighter. (laughs) Yep, that was garbage. There have been yeah. times I've held reviews, absolutely, where um, 
especially online games, like, like they'll ask me like, we'll have it, but the online is kind of non-existent because most people aren't playing it yet. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's 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 kind of a big one for me. I'm trying to imagine yeah. the games that I've done that with, but I can't. I I, I know I, I have. I know I have, but I, I can't. Did that recently with that spy game that I can't think of. Deceive, Deceive Inc. Um, yeah. had a embargo was before, but we held it off because I wanted to actually play it with actual people. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and there there would definitely be times like the nice thing about us is that we don't. Like it, it, we say this all the time, we don't get paid to do this. We don't make money off of it, and the clicks are not important. So we don't have to have a review up on release date. We like to have one on release date. Sure. Um, but sometimes, if if something's not where it should be, and let's say the day one patch is dropping, you know, after the embargo, a hundred percent, we will hold it. But the that's Jedi like patch, that. I was told, was final. Was the one that would be available on release date. So that's why I ran it. So that's that's um that you bring up a good point. We don't get paid for this. On top of that, we don't get paid for the website. So we have no ads on our website. We don't make money off the website. So No, it just I just paid out yeah. of pocket. Like this is Drew the, always contributes yeah. money, but I pay it directly out of my pocket. So <laughs> yeah, I, about to say, I split it with you. That's what I'm saying. Like you like you always contribute every year, but like that just comes out of our pockets. Like it we don't yeah. make money, we spend money. We we actually spend money on this. You know, and it's it, I, you know, I do it for fun. Granted, have I wrote a review in the past two months? Well, I did one. You did one, yes. and you still owe me one. But you know. I know I still owe you one. That game <laughs> fucking sucks, and I don't really want to play it again to to refresh my memory. To be fair, but, Anthony owes me one from last year, and so does yeah. Ryan. But I, I just give him hard oh, time. Oh wow! Yeah. yeah, I will. I will get you blade of <laughs> darkness or whatever the hell it's called sooner or later. I, I'm starting a new job, and that's the <laughs> that's that's the big thing on my mind right now. So. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's one of those things of like, I could, I will, I will say you can trust us. Um, do we make mistakes? Absolutely. Um, and it, it is one of those things of, unfortunately, we don't get demos anymore. So you can't, you can't really just demo a game and see how you like it. <clears throat> so yeah, you, you kind of depend on reviews and you're right. Most reviews are bullshit, especially with people who get paid to do it because, they are still trying not to piss off people to get, you know, blacklisted. I mean, if you get blacklisted, you can just make a racist tweet. That's oh, yeah. True, too. First oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that, hey, how, how topical. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> All right. But, um, yeah. Cool. All right. Uh, I got two emails from Daryl. One of them, apparently I missed, so I apologize that I missed this email. Uh, he says, hello, not sure if you missed my email I sent last Thursday or didn't want to read, talk about it. No, that's never the case. I, unless your email is a, a, like highly offensive, I don't care to read anything. Uh, just a few things to mention after listening to your most recent podcast. Apologies in advance for the long email. I just wanted to say that I'm enjoying Terrence's addition to the podcast. Oh. I, hey, us too. I, think I appreciate his, that, man. Appreciate I, I think his insight adds to the already great group and gaming taste. Just, just, just ditch Overwatch, though. Uh, I thought you had mentioned the Terrence. You and I, you, I agree with you there too. <laughs> I think we're about to, so don't worry. Uh, I thought you had mentioned Terrence had been on the podcast prior to this year. I have listened for a yes. few years, but I don't recall him being on. When was this? Was he a regular? When was that? He, he was. Yeah, that was. Um, that would have been um, 
Man, very early on when we were still doing the podcast in person at yeah. Ken's house. Yes. Oh, nine yeah. twenty ten. It was yeah. before me. So it yeah, was it was probably, before you. I, I joined in twenty ten, so it had yeah. been like oh nine oh eight. I think it would have been oh nine. It would. Uh, so here's here's what I can tell you definitively. It was in the episode eighty to one hundred range. Uh, because 100, Terrence was <laughs> oh, yeah. on, and that's the, the yes. episode that was lost to time. Yeah. It should uh, be lost to time. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> yeah. So, definitely it was in that sort of episode 80 to 100 time frame. Um, now, I don't, I don't remember when he started on the show with us, uh, but obviously we've known Terrence longer than we've been doing the show. So, mm, we yeah. old is basically what we say. Yes. That, that, yeah. That too. <laughs> Yeah. Did you guys meet each other? I don't know the story. Um, I worked. I got a job at uh, EB Games, um, and I worked for. I was Brian Peterson's assistant manager, and yeah. I think Justin was his assistant manager at the at the time. But then Justin got transferred to some other store, and then I ended up working at Brian's store, and then that's that's how. And then like yeah. I think like Ken, I met him because you did like holiday. I think you worked yeah, there like, for I like worked, Christmas time or whatever. I worked in another business, and then during the holidays, I came in and helped Brian um, just for Christmas time. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Through, through Brian, I think is how all of us ended up meeting. Yeah, because right. I, I think I started working for him, and then I met Ryan, who worked at um, the music store. Yep. And then Justin worked for Brian at a different store, and that's how I met him. And then I met Terrence the same way. And all of us through the fucking GameStop, man. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, I, I met I met Brian actually before I started working at the mall. I met Brian because he worked at Walden Software, and uh, he and I used to talk wrestling all the time uh, when he worked at Walden Software. Yep, it's crazy. Nice. Brian Peterson is the, is the link to all, and I don't. He's, the, yeah, he's the link to all of this. So for for those of you who may don't know the name, uh, he was on the show for a while too as Boogeyman, and also uh, the guy who did our N4G podcast theme song. Yep, um, both so of them. if you've been listening to the show for a while and you sort of bop along to the theme song at the beginning, the old theme song. Yeah, it's not the there no more. It's all gone. <laughs> yeah, uh, then that's that's Brian. The only, that's how most of us know each other. Yeah, the only person that, that was not part of that was Jason, and I met Jason in high school. Like, yeah. That's how long I've right. known him. Uh, and then he just he would kind of come and hang out at, at GameStop when I worked there, and that's how he met all of you. So. Yep. Yeah. That's kind of how I met most of my friends. So I, uh, Alan, which if you go back and listen to my old stuff from like, uh, when we did our vidcast rage quit radio on Twitch, those still exist. Uh, I met my roommate, Alan, uh, cause he worked at GameStop. He worked at GameStop. And I didn't know him. And <laughs> I, we went to college together and me and a buddy of mine, we were in class and my buddy looked at looked, was sitting next to him, and he's like, "Hey, isn't that that guy that works at GameStop?" And I turned and looked at him. I was like, "Nah, that's not him." And then he just chimed in, "Yeah, I work at GameStop." And then we just hung out ever since. And uh, nice. then, I, then I moved in with him, so I, I lived with him for a while. Uh, and then we started a little vidcast uh, back in the early days of Justin TV. Back whenever it was still Justin TV. Um, you can't go back and watch those vids. Um, you can see our horrible house that we lived in and all the Mountain Dews we drank, but, uh, yeah. And then 
I, I started with a podcast back in 2007 that does not exist anymore. You cannot find those episodes anymore. And uh, I started listening to N4G when I first got my security job. That's right. And uh, became a fan, started talking to him on Twitter, wrote into emails with him sometimes. And then I started showing Ken my reviews. And, and somehow I brought you on to write reviews. That was a mistake, yeah. right? And then, yeah, I know, right? And Ken <laughs> was like, hey, you want to write reviews for me? And I said, sure. And so <laughs> I joined the show in 2010. And now it's 2023. I still think my favorite thing is when I, I, I think it was when I guessed it on your podcast and you fell asleep. Yeah, I fell asleep. <laughs> so we, we, we recorded like way late, like nine o'clock at night. Cause we had somebody that was out in California. So, oh yeah. Okay. And so, uh, and it, it, it we'd have like a two hour podcast. It'd be damn like 11 o'clock at night. I got to get up at 5am and I, I would finally just like fall asleep. <laughs> I still think that's hilarious. And you could that's hear me awesome. snoring. You could hear me snoring. Oh. And then finally Zach would just hang up on me. <laughs> hilarious. All right. This email's long, so let's keep going. Uh, also, just What's curious, that? how old were you all? Uh, or how old are you all? And when did you get into gaming? What oh, were your, okay. What were your entry points and favorite early games? I personally uh, am <clears throat> 54 and have been gaming since the Atari 2600 came out. Pretty much had all consoles until now, and currently still game on 360, Series X, PS4, PS5, Switch, and Steam Deck, even a Playdate and an Evercade. I had a SNES, but sold it to get a PB486 PC in 1994. Um, great times. I, I know what that is, which is, shows my age right there. Pretty much loved the arcades in the 80s and the Genesis, but really loved OC gaming in the 90s and early 2000s. Doom 2, Diablo, XCOM, Descent, Max Payne, Deus Ex were the best. Still game all the time. I freely discuss gaming at work and have no shame being an over-the-hill guy showing my love for the hobby. You all will be there soon. I'm sure there are many over 50 gamers out there. I mean, we all grew up with the birth and growth of the industry, so that gaming demographic are all getting on older. Yeah. Yeah. Can you want to go first? Sure. Um, the first game that I played, my sister had an Atari 2600 and Pitfall. And that's when I was told my parents, I'm like, I've got to have this. So they took me to Hills for my birthday. Hills, if y'all around here, you know that classic place. Um, we walked in and there was this brand new shiny thing called the Nintendo Entertainment System. And my parents said, if that's what you want, that's what you can get. So I bought that, and Spy Hunter and The Legend of Zelda were my first two games. Um, I grew up in the arcade um, in the in the early 90s, Mortal Kombat. I was an arcade rat. Uh, and yes, I did the whole PC thing, Doom, Doom 2, all that stuff was great. I'm 43. We'll be 44 this year. Okay, I can go next since I'm the next oldest, I think. <laughs> um... <laughs> So I'm 41. I'll be 42 in August. Uh, I started gaming on the 2600. Uh, my parents had a 2600, and so I played football and a whole bunch of other different games. E.T. is one of the first Atari 2600 games that I remember playing because um, my mom was actually a big fan of the movie, and so they had bought the E.T. or uh, 2600 game not knowing it sucked. Um, and then I, uh, similar story to 
kin uh, for my birthday one year. I got uh, money from a bunch of people and bought an NES, and so that was the first home console that I had with my own money. My own money, quote unquote. <laughs> um, and then uh, uh, when um, I was th- 13, uh, 12, 12, um, my parents bought a um, 486 PC. Um, and so we eventually, not at, not at the beginning, but we eventually also got a, a CD-ROM drive added to it and a Sound Blaster sound card. And so I played a ton of games on the PC in the early 90s. Um, you know, all the all the Star Wars games, including Rogue Squadron, um, the uh, the Ultima games are some of my favorite games of all time, specifically Ultima 6, 7, 8, and Underworld. Um, and then, obviously, all of the, I mean, Super Nintendo is my favorite console of all time, so um, all of the Super Nintendo games uh, that I could get my hands on in the in the early 90s, I was all about. Man, I, my Super Nintendo I got for my 12th birthday at Showbiz Pizza. And just to date myself a little bit here, I was wearing overalls with one strap down. Oh, yeah. Oh, snap. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> my, my dad bought a video camera that year, one of those big-ass VHS video cameras. And for the longest time, there was a VHS floating around of me wearing that outfit, holding up the Super Nintendo Super Set that came with Super Mario World. You need to find that right. stuff and digitize it, man. No, you do not. <laughs> my yeah, my oh. my my the Christmas I got um the Super NES. We got Super NES, Super Mario World, Mario Paint, F Zero, and Street Fighter Two. Damn, that was better than mine. Mine was Super Mario World and my the only other cartridge I got was Final Fight. Nice, Final Fight's great. Oh, absolutely! It was a, it was a great time to be playing, but that's, that's the only two games I got with it. I think I got it launch year because my birthday's in November, so like I got it when I was twelve. The November, it was, so it was ninety ninety one. Yeah, yeah. I don't think we got ours until ninety two. God, we're old. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can't remember all that stuff. Like y'all, I was sitting over here and I'm like, damn, they got like they doing a biopic. Like they, this man said he remember he was wearing too much at weed, the party. Too much weed, Terry. I don't remember. <laughs> I don't know if it's that or you know whatever. I don't remember all of that. <laughs> but I do. The first game I played was uh, at a babysitter's house. It was um, it was on Atari. It was Frogger actually. Uh, and I was like, oh man, this is this is great. And I told my mama about it and she was like, oh, okay, well, we'll see. And I guess she told my grandfather and he came and, and was like, listen, if you get on the honor roll, we'll, we'll, uh, I'll buy you whatever you want. And so I busted my ass that year at school and I got on the honor roll and I was like, I want a Nintendo. And we went to Circuit City and he got me my, my Nintendo and it came with, uh, Duck Hunt and that, that Mario, the, the combo cartridge. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I think, I think. I think I feel like it was Zelda and Star. I know I got the Star Trek game um, on NES, which was terrible. God, it's a bad <laughs> game. Um, and I think Zelda was the was the game that I got with. And it's so crazy because my grandfather, like, he came back to the house and hooked it up. And I swear to God, this nigga like played this console for like an hour playing Duck Hunt, setting top scores. He was like, "But this game is good." And I'm like, "Yeah, can I play my game?" Like, what? <laughs> oh, good times. All right, that's yeah. That that's oh, and I'll be. I'll be actually I'll be forty this year. Wow! Yeah, in September oh, wow. I'll be forty. Welcome yep. to the club. Yeah, 
and I will, I'm the youngest here, um, but not by much though. Uh, I am 37. I'll be 38 this year. Uh, the first game I ever played with Super Mario Brothers, um, I got an NES when I was three years old. I was very young. Um, uh, I, I don't remember. I definitely didn't ask for it. I think my dad just like, this is the new hot thing that kids like. And so he bought it and it came with the NES. Um, and it was the combo pack with, um, Mario and, um, duck hunt. Um, and just fell in love with it. Like I loved it. Um, to the point where my parents were like, we need to get rid of that thing. <laughs> He's not going outside. Well, there's, you know? no, there's no Mario outside. There's no Mario outside, and also the sun's out there. Yeah, fuck the sun. Yeah. But, um, yeah, but I, I started there, um, and uh, I guess the first game that I chose that I wanted was, <laughs> unfortunately, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Oh, God. Uh, because, Ooh, you know, I remember that, that. That, was the hot, that was the hot movie to watch, you know? You know who yeah. made that game? Roger Rabbit. Do you yeah. know who made that game? LJN? Mm, it was published by LJN, but you know who developed it? No. Rare. Rare. That's right. Rare yep. made Really? It. Yep. yep. They made some pretty shitty games. They also made the Beetlejuice game, I think. I can't remember. Maybe. They made some shitty NES games. They ain't gonna lie. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, that was like my first system. Uh, I, the first system I ever purchased with my own money was the PlayStation 2. Um, I was working at a grocery store at the time, um, and, uh, had to work four weeks to save up for that sucker. <laughs> I mean, that thing was expensive at the time. <laughs> yeah, it was. Um, but I, I did a lot of PC gaming back in the day. I was a huge Command and Conquer fan. Um, I played Doom. Um, Diablo 2 was like, Jesus. So Diablo 2 came out in the perfect time, right? It was in between, I was not old enough to drive. But I was old enough to have a little bit of money. So I spent like seven months playing Diablo 2 exclusively. Everybody's got a Blizzard story. Yep. That was like my big, big like, oh man, I loved that game. I have um, two Blizzard stories, unfortunately. No. I have two with Starcraft, Starcraft and World of Warcraft. Starcraft and I've, Overwatch are my two. I, World of Warcraft was mine. I have never played a StarCraft game. Oh, there's only two. Oh, I mean, man. regular Warcraft so, was mine too. Yeah, actually. yeah, regular Blizzard Warcraft. Hates them. Yeah, I played. I played Warcraft, Orcs, and Humans. Like that. Like I played that in Command and Conquer. Like I, got, I had the Command and Conquer, like the bundle that came with like that and Red Alert and stuff like that. And oh, nice. I loved those games when I was a kid. If you ask me to play a real time strategy game now, I will tell you to fuck off. My brain still <laughs> remembers all the hotkeys for StarCraft. I played it so much. I just I I cannot get in those games now, um, yeah. But I I, I the the system that I asked for obviously was the Super NES. I've never owned a Sega console. I was never a Sega guy. I was a Nintendo guy. Um, but yeah, I was God. I was three, so it was like eighty, eighty eight, eighty nine. <laughs> he was three at eighty eight, motherfucker. That's right. That's right. I was born eighty five. Oh my. God. So, yeah. Um, I'm the only and... motherfucker here that was born in the 70s. Jesus That's Christ. True. Yes. You are. Yeah. Yeah, I'm 81 for me, so. <sighs> so, yeah, that's uh, 
that's kind of my history, I guess. All right. Uh, email still has quite a bit to go. It says, also, the new Remedy logo. I looked up the old one and the new one. I like the old one much better. Haven't read up on the reason, but I never realized after 20-plus years that in the middle of the old logo, in the middle of the R, is a silhouette of a bullet. I never noticed that. So, with all the mass shootings lately, maybe that's why they decided to change it. One last thing, I saw Nintendo sued a guy over selling emulators as in serving time in jail and must pay back $10 million. What he did was wrong, but that is very extreme. I can see the jail time in 50k or something like that. Nintendo won't get much sympathy since they do not sell their only game, their old games piecemeal. Uh, now that the 3DS shop is closed, Switch never sold any games. Uh, you can only rent them if you subscribe to NSO. Personally, I like to own games. Paying to play games on a subscription service is like renting an apartment. Money spent is basically lost. Better to own a house, better to own games. The money spent on NSO could be spent buying the games, uh, but they are not available. Hence the proliferation of emulators. Even then, there are thousands of NES, Game Boy, SNES, N64 that are basically unplayable unless you buy an old console. Find the games... Many overpriced and expensive, and play on those consoles. If Nintendo wants to reduce emulators or pirating, make all games available to buy and play. I would buy many of them. It's free money for Nintendo. Much more than what they make with NSO. At least have the ability to buy them. So that leads me to my question. We know Game Pass releases some new games with a four-day early access window like Horizon 5, which you can pay extra for and includes extra cars and other stuff. But how long... Will it be before a service, PP or GP, puts a new first-party game on the service exclusively, maybe for six months, and then you can buy it digitally or physically? I'm surprised that hasn't happened yet, probably because no games have really come out, but I bet by the end of the year, Game Pass will do this with at least one game. What would be the reaction? I know what it would be. Streaming services do that. Many you can't watch without a subscription and even buy, cannot buy anywhere separately. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I I don't think, I don't think. I think gaming uh, is different than those other services. So I I don't know that they will end up putting it on a service exclusively and not letting you buy it digitally. Hmm. I think they would take those dollars. Yeah, yeah. I, I would I would say so as well. Did you um, say physically? No, digitally. Sorry, okay, if okay. I did, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. No, I was just curious because like there's several examples of that. Recently. Oh yeah, that's like, that's definitely already. Ghostwire Tokyo doesn't have a physical version on Xbox, yeah. if you can believe that. Hi-Fi Rush doesn't. Nope. Yeah, that's that's a good question. I I don't I just don't see it being viable. I mean, you're you're losing out money. You know, like there's uh, at, there was a time where you know if a game released digitally only, I'd be like, what? But now, like, I buy all my games digitally, so maybe we are moving that way. I don't know. I, I don't I mean, know. I, I think I think in my old age, I've gotten to the point where, like, everybody's worried about, you know, being able to play these games going forward. And I totally understand that anxiety. But to me, it's like, I, I forget half of the games I own at this point, and it's maybe because I own too many games, to be worried about one or two games that I can't play. I don't know. And then I look at like emulation as an example and literally any game anybody mentions that I want to pop in and play for 20 minutes, I can kind of do that with 99% of games that have come out in the past 
30 years. Right. So, I don't know. It doesn't concern me, like, losing games to time. And I, I'm glad there are people out there that make that dedication to preserve that stuff. But, like, yeah. 20 of the games that came out on Game Pass last year, I'll probably never even think about again. Did you see The Completionist, where he... Yes, did, where he did all the 3DS stuff. Yeah. Yeah. He bought everything on the 3DS and Wii U shop, and it took him forever to do. And then he turned it all over to like the Game Preservation Society or whatever. The the history, the, the history of music. Yeah, like that stuff is yeah. awesome. Like that stuff yeah. is absolutely incredible, and I respect people that do that. Um, but I'm gonna be honest with you, like I can stare at a list of 600 GBA games, and I might play two of them. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I get it. Yeah, but still, I mean, it's it's one of those things of, you know, when you bought something, you want to be able to say, hey, I got it, even if I never do it. Sure, sure. I, I used to be that way. I used to have tons of shelves of movies and games and stuff, and then I just one day realized, I'm like, god damn, this is taking up a lot of space. So I digitized all of my movies. I spent the time to either rip them to my hard drive or... Um, Voodoo has a thing where you can scan the barcode and transfer it to digital for like two bucks. So I did that with a bunch of movies. And then I haven't bought physical games since the PS4 Xbox One era. So I say that, but then I, I own a couple of physical games because I found them really cheap. Sure. That's the problem. There's always the cheap yeah. physical games, but I don't even look at them anymore. My PS5 doesn't even have a disk drive. So I even if there was a disc that I wanted, I couldn't buy it. But that's the decision I've made. I've made to go 100% digital. Like, I don't buy physical movies. I don't buy physical music. I don't buy physical games. Nothing. I couldn't tell you the last time I purchased it. I can't, I can't tell you the last time I purchased music. I buy yeah, new albums. I don't buy music. I buy new albums if I'm not... Like, most of the time I keep a subscription to Apple Music... So I like I can listen to stuff when it comes out, but like the last album I bought was the Foo Fighters new album. I bought it digitally off of Amazon. That's the last one I bought. That we had this discussion before. I know my last one. It was oh God. It was Oasis. <laughs> That's a good album. Oh, uh, I'm sure, but like, how long ago was that? Dig out your soul. Was. Uh, 2008 was the last time I purchased music. Jesus Christ. Mine was at least 2021, I think, was when that last Foo album came out. 2021 or 2022, I don't remember. My thing is, I can easily load up YouTube and listen to whatever hell I want to. Oh, absolutely. Um, and like I said, I keep a lot of songs on my phone if I want to listen to music. But I'm going to be honest with you, music's not a big part of me anymore. Like, there's four or five bands that if they put out a new album, I will listen to it. But most of the bands I grew up listening to don't put out new albums anymore. So. Yeah. A lot of them are dead. Yeah, sadly. Kind of sucks. Or they, they really suck. Like, or there's a, yeah, there's always that. Well, I, I, I was thinking more like uh, along the lines of Lost Profits. <laughs> you find out they're really shitty people. <laughs> well, the late singer was. Yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. All right. Email again from Daryl. This is a new email. He says, hello all. Thank God for Game Pass. I would not have paid $70 for Redfall. It's an okay game, but far from great. The early reveal made it look like a hero shooter like Overwatch, but seemed to pivot to a single player focused game, much like Agents of Mayhem seems to do. 
The game was also okay, but seemed to be a game that shifted direction halfway through. The team that made Deathloop make this? If so, no. yeah, this this is uh, the Prey people, right? It's the Austin studio. I don't remember if Prey is what they made last time. I thought Austin did Deathloop. Oh, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong about which studio did this one. Well, e- either way, Prey is really good too. So everything Arcane uh, has put out is good, except for this. Yeah, <laughs> both studios, not just one of them, both of them. And I'm not I'm not a big fan of their games, but I really liked Prey. Um, um they did do Prey. Uh, Arcane Austin was Prey. Deathloop was Arcane Lion. Okay, so that's what it is. So this was Prey was in twenty. 2017. 2017. So they had six years to make this game. Oof. <laughs> that kind of makes like, it worse. Something happened. Like, I don't know what happened, but something happened. Yeah. What happened was they took a developer and made them make a game that's not in their wheelhouse because it's what's popular right now. Yeah. Shit, did I just close that email? I did. Sorry. Uh, all right. Uh, lastly, I saw the interview with Phil Spencer on Kind of Funny Podcast. Wow, they tossed a bunch of softball questions to him. My question would have been, dozens of playtesters tested and mock-reviewed the game. Arcane management scrutinized it along with Xbox management. Millions of Xbox players see what shape it's in, including presentation, gameplay, and bugs. Millions saw uh, and played a rogue shell of maybe a great game, but far from done. So obviously the testers, Arcane and Xbox, also saw the shape that it was in. Why did they knowingly release the game in that shape? No one asked that question. They obviously 100% knew how rough the game was design-wise, features, frame rate, bugs. That is telling that they knew it was bad but forced it out. I've lost faith in Microsoft and the Xbox management. 20 plus studios uh, and acquired most in 2017 through 2018 and really no games to show for it. I actually now don't want MS to buy Activision because they would ruin all their properties. I think they're already spread too thin. To be fair about that last comment, Activision only has one property right now. So they couldn't couldn't really ruin all of them. <laughs> yeah, I so I, I, I do think though the the point about the number of people that played and saw this game before it came out is a good one. Yes. Um, yeah. And I, I think it's especially interesting that there were previews for this game that were positive i'll say glowing yes uh yeah right so it makes me wonder obviously the folks who were previewing it weren't playing a radically different version of the game than what we got no way in hell so you do with that what you will um as long as you don't ask the questions, because, yeah. you know... I mean, then... it's, a, it's a great question, I think. Uh, and a it question is. that, yeah, somebody probably should ask him. Um, it, it, has, it has been asked, and I, and I have to give the man props for it. I'm not I'm not the biggest fan of him. Jeff Gersman asked him that at an E3 one year, and he started the interview with, so what's it going to take for us to finally get games that don't release in a half-broken state? And he said it with all seriousness, and Phil Spencer looked over at the other guy that was sitting next to him. He was kind of quiet for a second, and then he just answered the question. But I can't remember what his answer was. I was just like, oh, shit. You know, who was sitting next to him. you know who that was sitting next to him, don't you? Uh-uh. Well, bam, there it is. Oh, was, was it Kudo? It was Kudo Sudota, yeah. 
<laughs> the but uh, yeah, specifically with respect to Redfall, it's it's a great question how the game managed to go in front of so many people and no one knew it was this kind of mess. Oh, um, they knew. They 100% knew. Well, you I shouldn't what? say it, nobody it might... knew. I, what I mean when I say nobody knew is that the general public didn't know that it was going to be this kind of mess. No. Um, you, you know, and again, uh, you draw conclusions that you will. Um, several of the folks who gave it glowing previews um, are also folks who talked about how bad it was when it actually came out. So, which is crazy to me. Uh, like, how does again, that game? You, didn't you tell change. me how that happens. That they, game they didn't should. change in three months. <laughs> they, I would they, love to tell you. I think they <clears throat> they may have gave them a tailor made experience to t- test out that was more polished. Possible, possible. Mm. How, possible. Po- how much or, more polished could you make that though? Yeah. I mean, I it was know. just the I, perfect circumstance because you guys said you had fun, right? In the first ten minutes, yeah, well, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I'm I'm not saying that this game is total, and even in my review, I'm not I'm not going to say that it was just total dog shit. It just it's it's broken. The game shipped in a very broken state. There's bugs to high heaven. There's glitches and the difficulty, like it's not tuned to play single player. But there's so many barriers. Uh, to play multiplayer, like that's that's the biggest issues with it. Um, but I, I, to the point of it getting released, maybe they were under contract because it's kind of like Skull and Bones, right? Because that game has had some positive previews, but have had more kind of eh, previews. But they're still yep. full steam ahead because it's rumored they are under contract with whoever. Like they have to release it, so maybe there was some contract with Redfall that, regardless of you know, this is, it is what it is. We just have to put it out because we have to meet this, you know, this deadline or whatever. Yeah. My, um, I, I have no doubt that the game was going to get released no matter what, but, um, I, I mentioned it last week, right? I am someone who is inherently distrustful of any preview coverage that requires a journalist to go to, the developer and play a limited time, limited access version of the game. And then also potentially, I don't know if this happened or not sign documentation that says there are parts of this you can't talk about. Yeah. We've known that we've been invited to those and I always decline them. I don't want a developer controlled demo or review of a game. Yeah. That's not what you play when the game comes out. Right. So that's just them trying to generate buzz. Sure. You're basically right. being the marketing for, for them. preview purposes. Sure. But yeah, don't like, you know, you got to you know, play this piece to review it. And then, yeah. No, I remember when all those, those, those guys and, and gals went up to play Redfall and they came back like, Oh, this scheme has some Loved great it. stuff, man. Way, Loved way it. You play this and, and then it drops and you're like, what the fuck did y'all play? Right. Because y'all was just telling me how good it was. Y'all was showing me little invitations and, and y'all was did all the thematic effects they had for y'all at the little play test. Thing. So what happened? Like, what? what? But, you know, you can't question it because you question people's integrity and that bald-headed bastard. Anyways, go ahead and move <laughs> on, man. I don't want to keep this show all going. Right. <clears throat> all right, I got some tweets and we'll get out of here. Um, Shogun says, so let me get this straight. Gamers want new games that are different but similar to what we already had. 
but if you release a new game and it's different, they might not like it. But they must release games that we know of soon. Uh, how can you please this community? The short answer is you can't. Yeah. Gamers always going to be yeah. fickle bitches. That's just the way it is. Yep. Uh, he said that's in reference to the Xbox conversation this week. You know, yes, Redfall is is an example of right place, right time, of doomsday sayers. Like, Xbox was on a really good start to 2023. You had yeah. Hi-Fi Rush, the developer direct, which was really good. Uh, you had Age of Empires. You had GoldenEye. We all forget GoldenEye got dropped early this yeah. year. They had some good Game Pass gets with MLB The Show. Um, Woe Long Fallen Dynasty, Atomic Heart, like all of that stuff, that's all this year. Like, that's all 2023. It's only May. Redfall comes out, and I understand the emphasis behind it. It's their first $70 triple-A here is our game. And they also pushed it pretty hard. Sure, which it's Arcane. You You would think Arcane usually puts out a quality-ass product. Yeah. So, but uh, okay. And this was really already delayed once. Yes, Redfall right. was delayed. Yes. Right. Like I questioned in the review. Like just all of the marketing, like just screams that the game is supposed to be one thing, but then you play it and you're like, "Well, wait, is it?" Like it does a lot of stuff, but it does all of that stuff half-assedly. The looter shooter bit, the hero uh, shooter bit, the open world bit, like it's all kind of half-assed put together. Like I think it's like Ryan or one of y'all just said, they were just trying to jump on a bandwagon. And they forced this studio to throw something together that was hot or what people was, you know, was popular. <sighs> Suicide Squad all over again. You were chasing the dragon and the dragon then died. Yep. Yeah. Suicide Squad. I forgot about that because that's ain't that next year. Yeah, now? they delayed it to like, next they... year now. Uh, he sh- he does yeah. continue. Says I did the difficult deed of playing Redfall. It's not a four out of ten. It's not exciting, no. but it's not the worst game I've ever played. I bought Superman sixty four over Super Smash Brothers. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Luckily, when I went Lord. to GameStop to trade it in, somebody was trading in Smash, and we swapped for the same credit. <laughs> you dodged a bullet there, my friend. Uh, what's the worst game you've played? And I hope you guys can talk about the fire fill conversation. Redfall should have been delayed and Halo was disappointing, but we can't sit here and act like Xbox isn't changing the industry and doing it their own way after failing for years. We asked for this. I know what my worst game I've ever played is. What's the worst game you ever played? We'll start there. That should be pretty easy. Perfect weapon. All right. Perfect weapon is garbage. I got you beat. It's bad. It is bad. I got you beat because none of y'all have played this game and you don't understand. You don't understand. This game wow. was made by a developer called Funky Chicken. Funky oh, Chicken. okay. Aquaman for the GameCube, published by TDK Interactive. I played that game. That game is terrible. Okay, nobody played that game. I played that game. Well, then I did not somebody play that game. That's the one we had the hook, right? Yes, it's it's the Atlantis Aquaman. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's um, bad. I've never played that my... game, but man, go back and play Perfect Weapon, boss. Oh, I have. It's pretty bad. I ain't gonna lie. Drake and the Ninety Nine Dragons, or of the Ninety Nine. I can't remember the name of it. That game is I better. Yeah, that game is better than than. 
Perfect Weapon and Aquaman. Trust me. But Dragon really? of the 99 Dragons is pretty bad. Dude, we we did a whole like series of podcasts based on bad games. And Matt kept b- mentioning Perfect Weapon, which I had never heard of. Go back and play Perfect Weapon. It, that, it's that bad. Garbage. It's garbage. You, like, I couldn't beat the first level. It's just it's, it plays like garbage. Uh, I'm gonna say, I don't know. It's it's really hard for me, but um, BMX Triple X was really bad. Oh god, that game was so bad. Yeah, that game was really bad. Oh. Um, Ride the hell. I'm sure. I'm Ride sure that I played sure. some. Yeah. I'm sure that I played some really bad PC games over the years. But Mortal Kombat um, Advanced. Well, yeah. I mean, if we're going down the Mortal Kombat path, um, there's a couple bad Mortal Kombat games, including Mortal Kombat Special Forces. Yeah, but you need to play Mortal Kombat Advanced. It is. Oh, it's so bad. Believe it. So bad. I, a game that's bad, but I still, I don't know what I'm thinking when I'm saying it. Uh, Alone in the Dark. I still like that because I haven't revisited it. I'm going to leave it you that have way. Not re- you have not revisited it, but we did it for Phoenix Down, and I have never been more infuriated in my life when I was playing that game. I will never that play game, it again. Do not play it again, nope, because I'll... it will tarnish everything you've ever known about that game. I'm keeping I'm keeping my happy thoughts about when I played that game back in 2006. I'm going to keep them there. If anybody wants to hear my thoughts and hear me rage on a podcast, go back and listen to Phoenix Down and when we did Alone in the Dark. Not the new Nightmare, which we just recently did. The 2006 Alone in the Dark. Holy crap, that game. Oh, my God. <laughs> fucking stones. Fucking stones. I don't have your stones, and fuck you anyway. Uh, To to circle back around on the fire Phil conversation, anybody cl- calling for Phil to be fired I think is dumb. I, I don't... I don't... I don't know that you get a better person in charge of that right now, because he's not. My thing is, even if you fire him, then what? Yeah, who's you still gonna... only have you still only have Starfield coming out. I just I don't know. I can't. It's not like he's developing the games. No, but I mean, there are things you can point to, like bad management of studios, which is obviously a problem. Um, and I don't know if it's because they're too hands off. Maybe that's what it is. Because they bought Compulsion Games how long ago? And Compulsion Games hasn't even made a peep. What are they working on? Don't know. <laughs> the last what have game they worked on? The last game they put out was We Happy Few. Oh. Probably because they released We Happy Few. I mean, but that was a long time ago. Yeah. You know, you, you can make excuses for Double Fine. Double Fine put out Psychonauts 2. That's a fantastic fucking video game. Yep. Yeah. What, two the, years now. Yeah, that's only been that's only been two. It's like right at two years that game came out. Yeah. And that's perfectly fine that you haven't heard anything from Double Fine. You know, not hearing anything from Ninja Theory. Like, yeah, they're making Hellblade two. Where? 
What when? is it? <laughs> I don't know. Like they they do too much offhand. Like they don't. I don't know. Maybe they need a new person in charge of those studios because I think Phil's above that. Like I think that's the Matt Booty job, right? Like he oh, yeah, I think he's the one that's in charge of the studio. Yeah, if you want to call think, for somebody's I think you can head. say who's ever doing it is doing a booty job right now. So. Yeah, I think if you <laughs> want to go for somebody's job, that's who you go for. Because that's the dude that should be in the quality control. Like, Phil's like the, the I'm making the deal stuff, you know. Like, he's the he's the up above person. If you want to go after somebody, go after booty. <laughs> Clipping that. Go ahead, clip it. I'm all for the clips. Oh, I'm going to. Go for booty. After the booty. <laughs> Might as well go for a booty. No, uh, that's that's all I got. That's a lot, man. It's, it was it was a crazy week in video games. Yeah. Um, I don't know what this week will bring, but we're getting into that. Um, it's time for the the showcases. I think everybody steers clear this week. I don't think you do any news this week because I don't know if you know, but maybe one of the biggest games of the year is dropping on Friday. Say so, yeah. So I don't yeah. think I don't think you touch news this week. Like, and if you do, it's not going to be well, big news. No, Microsoft will drop a controller though, so you can probably count on that. Yeah, uh, maybe, maybe they'll drop maybe a Zelda inspired controller. Yeah, they they might actually do that. So Zelda you can play Zelda on your PC with this new Xbox controller. <laughs> yeah, they might do that because you know they got they got to fulfill their controller quota, which is just ridiculous. I don't. I'm so sick of hearing about controllers from Microsoft. Like, <laughs> the issue is, I actually need a new controller because my Series X controller, the right analog stick, drifts upward. So, Drew, mm. you have plenty of options of colors, my friend. Plenty of options. Yeah. <laughs> cool. And if you were cool it's enough, if you were a cool you enough have. influencer and you grew your community properly, you could get a controller sent to you. Well, oh, shit. <laughs> That's true, yeah. too. You've got, got to log back into my, my Justin TV account. I don't think that exists anymore. No, it doesn't. But you got to cultivate your community so you can get pink and blue and yellow uh, horseshoes and clovers and moons um, controllers. The Lucky Charms reference. I, I got that. Yep. Magically delicious. Indeed they are. But that's it for the show this week. Uh, Drew, when is Phoenix Down coming back? Because I didn't know you weren't doing a show this week. Yeah, uh, so I think I may have confused Matt. Um, so I don't know. Um, I don't think it's going to be this week. I think it will be next week um, because we're going to be doing uh, Finding Paradise, and I'm going to do it on the Switch while I'm in my hotel room uh, getting ready for training with my job. I thought and you were going to say training with jujitsu for a minute, and I was like, tra- oh, training what's up? with jujitsu, yeah. <laughs> I know jujitsu. Show me. Mm, okay. But anyway. Whoa. So probably next week, maybe. Yeah, probably probably next week, next Friday. So not this coming Friday, but next Friday. Sorry, right, I got a probably. backlog of reviews sitting on my desktop that I need to get posted anyway because I'm yeah. I'm a terrible person that, that didn't schedule anything for Friday because that's what happens when you're unemployed. <laughs> well, the good thing is we we don't have any uh, deadlines to hit. No, I don't have any deadlines to hit, but like, I feel like I should put stuff up, and I guess I would if I, like, when you don't have to go to work, your schedule gets thrown off, man. It's messing with my brain. 
I wish that had to go to work. I mean, it's nice, but at the same time, the, the uncertainty is not fun. So. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but I got time. I'll get there. Uh, but if you want to follow us on Twitter, it's at ZTGD Podcast. You can shoot us an email, podcast at ZTGD.com. I love these emails. Thank you, Daryl, for sending in those and resending that email because I swear to God, yes. I don't know where it went. Yeah, they, the emails. I, I like the I like the tweets and the emails, but the emails are nice because it allows us to get a little bit longer form on the discussion. Yep. Yeah, and then we could talk about our our old man conversations of shopping at Hills, which is a store yes. that hasn't existed in two decades. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Uh, if you follow all of us on Twitter, Drew is at DMF Fury, Terrence is at Lord Magnus, Ryan is at Wombat RP, I am at ZTGD. I don't even know. Twitter's a crazy place right now. Um, yeah, I, I don't know how much longer I'm going to be on Twitter, but for now, you can find me. Yeah, it's... If y'all out there arguing about video games, like boxes, shut the fuck up and get fucking log off Twitter, please. Y'all are weird, man. I don't understand. It's the worst time on Twitter. You're not actually playing the box that you're championing. No, but you're not even pl- you're not even talking about the box that you're championing. Yeah, that's true, too. You're talking about the other box, which you don't even own. Or don't care about. Stop. They they do care about it, obviously. I mean, Phil Spencer lives rent-free in so many motherfuckers' heads. It is crazy. So does Jim Ryan. I'm going to be real honest with you. Yes. Like, you know who doesn't live in anybody's head is Doug Bowser. Yeah. Nobody ever talks about Doug Bowser. The only time he ever comes up is when people are like, oh, his name's Bowser. Yeah. Exactly. (laughs) Like, let it go, y'all. Let it go. It's fine. It's not that important. But anyway, we're going to get out of here. So peace, bitches. Alrighty. And it goes something like this. <laughs>